0: His balls are different in person. Mia O'Brien.
1: I don't know what they're doing.
0: And Leon Searcy, bringing you love, peace, and
2: soul. This one hurts. This one got to the soul, ladies and gentlemen. All of Duval, welcome into the noon hour, the XL Prime Time uh show takes over the funeral. uh the eulogy will continue. we'll uh, talk
1: about college football in this program, so at the very least we'll, we'll kind of I,
2: I don't know we'll, when we'll
1: weave a little yeah. bit of uh, <laughs> a, a little bit of something else in uh in I, this funeral
2: i don't know when I don't think there's room to talk about the national championship game uh tonight after what happened yesterday um a disastrous disastrous finish to your football season a season that started with such promise and it is done, uh, over, no postseason, uh, no joy in Whoville, and we are going to attack it uh, from every angle, that's for sure. When it's all said and done, this football team went into December with eight wins, had a five-game win streak, and then promptly lost five of their last six, the actual opposite of what happened a season ago when they won five of their last six to get into the playoffs. And who worse to have it happen to? Derrick Henry, the Diesel, and those hated Titans up in that otherville. So we got to cover it all. Now, listen, it's a Mokama Beer Company Monday. We would invite you to hit the pop-off line a little mo-mo-mo from you. All you got to do is dial it up, 207-70-71, and uh, let it breathe, okay? just We want to know exactly what you're thinking. Uh, and just how frustrated you are, because I'm thinking you probably want some heads to roll. So 207, 70, 71, hit the pop off line in, on a Macama Beer Company Monday, Leon. I look at you, I lean in for advice, I mm. lean in for wisdom, uh, and and I don't comfort. Know, I don't know where we're gonna shoulder find the it, crime. man.
3: Yeah, I'll show the credit. Listen, listen. I, I, you know, I thought I would be a lot more upset than I really was because I'd seen this picture before. I had seen it. Have you reached resignation already? I had seen seen it. Now, if the Jaguars, if if they had done anything any differently that we hadn't seen for the last six weeks, I would have said, you know what, it's justified that this team is going home. But, bro, they did everything that that we've been complaining about over the last six weeks when they were on that losing streak. All right? It is. They have a basket robin of flavor th- flavors of mistakes that they made. And and I can count them on my hand. A
2: raspberry right exactly. now. Exactly. I mean, end.
3: absolutely. I mean, you just choose your flavor. You, you can't convert on third downs. You can't convert on uh, uh, short yardage. You can't convert on um, uh, goal line short yardage, play calling, penalties, uh, can't run the ball, can't stop the run, missed tackles, turnovers. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. We've we seen this for the last six weeks. This team, it was an epic fail. A- absolutely an epic fail by this team and this organization from top to bottom. Yeah, and No one is excluded. When, you, when you're 8-3 and, and you're in the number one seed in the country, I mean number one seed in the NFL, and you lose out. That's how they started December. You started in December. You, when you're 8-3, you're number one seed for a, for, for a hot minute, and then you lose five out of six and you're out the playoffs. No one's exempt. Everybody is accountable for this mistake that they
2: made. Yeah, it was disastrous. It was, Uh, and, and when I look at it, Mia, you were up in Nashville, and look, there's honestly, there's no explanation. The end of the year will be remembered as you beat the worst team in America. You shut out the Carolina Panthers, and that is all you did. And Mike Vrabel, last week, summoned the gods, okay, and got all of it going. Uh, the Titans way, and Derrick Henry said one more time. He just looked at everybody and just said one more time. Uh, honestly, what an embarrassing loss.
1: It was the the doomsday scenario, needless to say. But when I was even speaking with some of our friends from 104.5 The Zone, mm-hmm. pregame, catching up with some of my other buddies in Nashville media, that was the one, the one r- route that you could see a Titans victory was they're playing for Derrick Henry. This is his swan song. They maybe are playing for Mike Vrabel and all the smoke that exists in Nashville, which, by the way, those reporters up there are still monitoring.
2: Oh, yeah, they're waiting. I
1: saw Kaharski just now tweeting like, well, they didn't have a full team meeting. It was only a partial team meeting, but that's kind of normal. Maybe Mike Vrabel isn't leaving. But it was the Derrick Henry factor. And I think, you know, E.T. really hit the nail on the head this morning on the drill when he said, he was like, when you think Tennessee Titans over the last six, seven years, what do you think?
2: Uh, I, I Derek would just, Henry, yeah, yeah, toughness and Derek. Henry. And
1: guess who had eleven carries for 141 yards to begin the game yesterday by the start of the third quarter? Derek Henry. And for a team that prides itself on stopping the run, so we can have fun, that's unacceptable.
2: Yeah, before he backed well, he out- was behind
3: the he, he was in front of behind the worst offensive line in the NFL. I mm-hmm. yeah. give up those yards.
2: Yeah. As told as told to us by a couple from 104.5 The Zone. Matt, it yeah. was you guys unbelievable. You have this little boogeyman.
4: The Tennessee's the boogeyman, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans are the boogeyman. They could have played anyone other than the Panthers in that game and lost. Yeah. Anyone the way they performed, the yeah, in fact, yeah. in fact, how they played the Panthers on the road, they might have lost that game too, mm-hmm. because the yeah. Bucks nearly went in there and lost that game. Remember the Bucks, the bid bag butts that oh, annihilated yeah. them that a couple weeks ago, that made Baker look good. Six points on the Panthers yesterday, nine. They got okay, to nine. Or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Listen to me, yeah. it could have been anybody in that game other than the Panthers, and they'd have lost that game. So we can make the Titans out to be this boogeyman, and it's Derrick Henry, and it's this rivalry, and I'm, I'm, I get all of that. This team sucks right now. Mm -hmm. It's not just the Titans. It's not just this particular circumstance where they were 8-3 and and they lost out. They're not a good team right now. They are not in a good position right now mentally, um, physically. The injury's all over the place. Your quarterback, they can't protect him. The guys they put in pieces around him are getting injured. There's a lot going on here. I see you lunatics on the text line, okay? Mm -hmm. You're not getting rid of the best guy on the team. Trevor Lawrence is the best
5: guy
2: on Are they the trying
4: team. to fire Doug and get rid of Trevor? I, I'm all right with trying to fire Doug. That's no yeah. problem with that. My point is the best thing right now this team has going for them is the quarterback. Yeah. Don't screw that up. Yes, he has 60 turnovers in three seasons. I get it, okay?
1: Josh Allen had three last night, but they found yeah. a way to win. Right. Yeah. You,
4: he, he will work into the job as long as they continue to put pieces around him. You can't have the worst line next to the Titans in the league yeah. and
2: think it's going to work and out By the him. way, the worst line here... Was filled with a well, bunch of starters. That yeah. line was filled with a bunch of backups, and they still had answers. Well, I'm, 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 I'm
3: concerned how you skipped over the you skipped over that real quick. He had 60 turnovers the last three years. No, he had 60. There's uh, yeah. no doubt he has yeah. to get
4: better. Yes, but you want to hang. getting you, better means. But how you want to cling on, the on to guy? the
3: you want to cling on to a guy who's had 60 turnovers in three years. No, if it was no, Blake no, Bortles no, right no, now, no, no, right no, now, no, no, if it was the boat no, right no, now, no, no, you would get. It's not true. It's not true. The boat would be
4: sinking. If it was the boat, I don't think he should have played yesterday. Why? Because he wasn't ready,
2: those he, throws hey, he was hey, making, hey, hey. those out he looked throws, fine to begin with. He hey, looked yeah, fine until he started. I don't, start, I don't agree with that. Don't agree with that. It, it There's a reason those it. balls were floating. He is see through. He, threw, especially he is the last on, two. He is on the list hey, of criticisms that are that you can level against this team that are. Hey, of course,
4: you can criticize him. I'm hey, not saying you can't. Yeah. All I'm saying is, right Li- now, he's the only good thing on the team.
2: Other listen. than
4: Josh, other than Josh Allen, and I hate yeah, to say this because I've been the guy ripping him. And Trayvon Walker yeah, got the Look, ten sacks. Round of applause for Trayvon Forty Four. do I don't that, hate to say it, I'm actually. Listen, happy you to take
3: say that it. shot in the shoulder just like everybody else, and you play football.
4: No, I get it. I, I totally get what you're saying. My point is, he went out there and tried to play injured. I'm not mm-hmm. sure he
2: should have. I'm not sure they should have just played C.J. Beathard. Okay, but but all right. So here's here's reality. If you walk up and you say, "Hey, did you hear about Trevor? The last four games, he did it ten times," and you're like, "What scored? You think that's pretty good? Average two and a half? No." Ten turnovers yeah, in four football bad. games, and it wasn 't one thing okay and i don 't honestly i don 't see a guy limping and gimping around. I see a guy that ran was able to get to the to the sticks was able to fire the football completions to calvin down the field to evan down the field. he made plays the first turnover was. Ingram's fault, okay, but Ingram's been balling, okay. He has a little room for an excuse, okay. Because no, there's been no excuse No, no, no. You get what not I'm saying. In that game. You, no, you get what I'm saying. He has played well, so there's a ding against him. But he hasn't played like a this entire season. He's played like an A this entire season, okay. And then Trevor, the next one, we're talking about not the same cat that you saw this time a year ago when he was dealing, dialing, operating. And now he ain't doing that. And so that is a big, big, big problem. They had a right pretty now. good offensive line last year in that stretch, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, they were good. Their receivers were healthy. Yeah. Well, look, <clears> you came <throat> out of last year saying, I got to give Walker a little of that extension. You ain't doing it right now. Right. <clears> you <throat> said out of last year, hey, Cam's gone. You ain't doing that now. Nope. So there's a lot that's changed, honestly.
1: Because that's the crazy part. And, like, that's when people have asked me, like, so where who gets fired? Where do heads roll? What do you change? They didn't change that much from a team that not just – Those down at the bank believed it. I think I'm safe in saying a lot of people in Duval, including in this very room, believed they were on the right path. They didn't change all that much. They changed the wide receivers coach because Chris Jackson left. They changed the passing game coordinator because Jim Bob left. I miss Cooter. They added Calvin Ridley. They banked on Ben Barch coming back at the left guard position, which that bet didn't pay off. And then they obviously were able to try to, like, Band-Aid fix that or at least in their mind by trading for Ezra Cleveland. And then they banked on development. That's all. Well, that's okay. all that's okay, different, so, at least on paper, from last year's team to this year's team.
2: Yeah, and I guess and we'll do this because, boy, we've got a long time <laughs> to do this. We've got the entire offseason. We ain't going to fire everybody right now. We've got plenty of time to do this. But there are other teams that made moves to make sure that they solidified their spot no matter what, and they look to the future in this football team. They did bank on development, so that means – The coaching staff has some culpability here. Leon, the players have some culpability here because they need to turn a corner. You know, Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker were both better this year than they were a year ago. But how many other guys can you say that about? Uh, Travis Etienne started with a bang. And then just it wasn't able to sustain. Look, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, of well, holes you can shoot in in this game plan right well, now.
3: Well, I mean, listen, I I, I question the, the team's mental aptitude to be quite honest with you. To, be, to start the, to start the year with the number one seed and then have a major fail or mm-hmm. collapse into where you go one and five and you're out the playoffs. That has to do. I mean, that has no has a little bit to do with coaching, but it has to do with those guys in that locker room. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm questioning. I'm questioning the mental toughness of those guys in that locker room to face a little adversity and to still corral and find a way to win the game. Listen, the Buffalo Bills, right? The Buffalo Bills start the season five and five. Everybody had ridden them off. Buffalo Bills are the number two seed right now, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did they do different from us? And we beat that team in London. Exactly. That same team in London we beat, but for somehow they started out. They, they were five and five or six and six. And they found a way and to the point where why did we why did we collapse away? That's the question that you gotta ask. Why did we have such an epic fail down the stretch well, I'm to come, where we lost those games that we should have won?
2: I'm gonna come back at you with the question that I have asked almost every week of you mm-hmm. is that they were in now we'll call it six fist fights. Okay? Six physical <clears throat> football games, and they have lost five of six. The only team they were more physical than. Was
6: the team they well, yeah, it's easy the to be up team. on the Panthers. Exactly. That's the now. worst team. So, think about that. By the way, yeah. never came back after being down at halftime. Yeah, exactly. So, that's just
3: – So, they're front runners. If they ain't in exactly. the lead, then they're going to yeah. lose.
6: Heck, they finally got in the end zone in the first half of this game. They hadn't mm-hmm. done that
2: for the last four uh, four games. And so, here they are. They get the big play, Trev to Calvin. They retake the lead. Uh, and this was after the, the the Duval Destroyer, Derrick Henry, and I even made notes that Derrick Henry was dodging defenders. No, 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 defenders were dodging him. Okay, and so that's that's five games that they were physically either intimidated or beaten
3: by. Yeah, they were, and and the fact that they couldn't find one to win,
2: couldn't have, couldn't find one
3: to win. I always say that when guys go home, when they they go home for the playoffs, they say to themselves, "Okay, I, this, what one game cost us to where we're not in the playoffs?" Jaguars can look at five; mm-hmm. they can look at five games, they, game winnable games. Cincinnati, Cleveland. Okay, I'm not gonna give them the Ravens. Ravens won. No, 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 no. no. Not, not, no but, they but they were. The, they were. Titans they could and have made Tampa. it a game. Yep. Titans and Tampa. The Tampa Tampa's not a good team. Titans aren't a good team. Panthers are the good. I mean, Cincinnati is is all right team. Cleveland's a decent playoff team, the Ravens. I, the, the Ravens and Cleveland, only two playoff teams, well, that, that I, I felt that they didn't have a chance. Yeah, everybody, else was doable. everybody
2: else was doable. Yeah, you are not off at all. All right, hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure, 641 1010. You can also go to YouTube, search 1010XL. JJ, get them going. This is the Yahoo pop off chat line. Yahoo! So you can jump in there, and then obviously hit the uh, pop off line, a little mo mo mo. Call 207-7071 uh, and just give it to us. I mean, lay it out with a little passion. Uh, you can do that. Mokama Beer Company, every single day of the week they're serving coffee up there in beautiful Fernandina Beach on South 8th Street just as you enter the historic downtown area. And then also their wildlife location uh, up there in Nassau County. Make sure you check out both of them and then look for them on the shelves. Mokama with great craft. They serve that craft Tuesday through Sunday. So you'll enjoy all their delicious creations. And we will be there on Friday so definitely looking forward to that so uh, yeah this is the thing that I've got right now let me see if I can open this up is that you know uh, I guess it was in August and I know I've brought this up before but I think it was in August that we had Doug Peterson basically say that we cannot make this a one and done okay we cannot go to the postseason and then not get back there we owe it to the city we owe it to Duval and that's why I'm sure all of Duval is all sorts of ticked off but then I think to myself, today, we have youngsters in our building. They're shadowing us. The great St. John's Country Day, who I battled back in the day, too. I think we were victorious over them every single time. But now we've got youngsters, and we've got – let's see if, you're, if I can get it right. Nadia, Rebecca, and Charlie are all in here, okay?
1: Round of applause. Jay, yeah, yeah,
2: round of applause for our youngsters who want to come into 1010XL and learn a little bit about this whole operation and where they may want to go in their futures. I always say, hey – Next four years, you got to make a decision that could last 40 years. So, if you can come in here, at least get a little intel. So, Nadia plays volleyball and basketball. Rebecca and Charlie uh, are both cross-country stars. They're all in 11th grade. But I bring them up to bring this up. Mm -hmm. You can't have the youth of Duval, the youth of the First Coast, constantly see L's, Mm -hmm. constantly see a team missing from the postseason. They finally got a taste of it. I bet you would have to go back. So, twice in their lifetime, they've seen a Jaguar team make it to the postseason. Am I mm. doing the math right? I mean, I'm pretty close to that.
6: Mm. Okay? And that is no bueno, man. That is not good. So, uh, let's just see. Especially we... when they're going to be begging for a stadium soon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, especially. This is the worst That's time kind of like the climb. little you know, the little thing that nobody wants to That's talk about That's just sitting right out now. there. Yeah. yeah.
4: Because, because in about two or three months, they're going to be asking for more than a billion yeah. at the end of the day. But here's the
1: thing. Yeah. We're all sitting here. Yeah. Talking about the team, making our livelihood off talking about the team. I know for a fact, both here at 1010 and tons of other entities in town that were, you know, looking forward to the playoff push and some mm-hmm. of the revenue that could be generated from that.
2: Oh, sure. If yeah. You, if
1: you take away that entirely,
2: what does that do a, to
1: the ecosystem?
2: Yeah, it just puts a bad taste in If mouth. This
1: is proving that even bad news is still news. And still results in oh, yeah, clicks yeah. Look, and interaction.
2: They're, they're a nonstop topic. But at the same time, whenever you do ask for big, uh, you know, the big bananas or the big deal, uh, everyone's going, well, what have you guys done lately? We've been doling out, you know, serious cash, serious dollars, and, and we'd like to see the product uh, improve because we thought, I thought the product was ready to improve to make that big step forward. Uh, and here we are. You know, it, it just ain't a
6: good feeling. I mean, they're the biggest disappointment, probably, of the NFL season. Yeah, I well, mean, you down. you can say the Jets, but that was obviously because of an injury. Well, here's here's the other team I'll put them up against: the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, those but two, they're still in. We, but guess what? We have to decide yeah. if they're a bust. No, you know, no. we haven't decided yet. In right. the regular season, absolutely. Yeah, but I would
2: say the difference between those two, even though they both fall in the same category, is the biggest disappointments. What is Philly doing? They're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. And so they started ten and one. So they had the luxury of at least a collapse and they kept them th- their name in the postseason. That team started ten and one, this team started eight and three. They both just absolutely stunk down the stretch. But that team's in. And by the way, we're not that far removed from do you remember? And I'm pretty sure I have this right, <sighs> sirs. Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia two years ago. Went down to Tampa. I'm pretty sure that was the team they played in the postseason. Yep. And, and and they got beat. And Tommy and them moved on before losing. And and Jalen Hurts looked like, oh my gosh, this is this is not the guy. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back the next year. What happens? They get to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and then here he is again. And there's doubters around Jalen Hurts right now. There's doubters around Nick Sirianni. Anyway. They're right there on the list with the biggest disappointments, but they are in the postseason.
3: Yeah, they are. That's that's the biggest difference between that team and ours is that they, listen, they had a major collapse as well, mm-hmm. and but they started ten one and they found a way to make the playoffs, even though uh, uh, ugly down the stretch. Oh yeah, but, they, but you know, but beginning the playoffs, you, all you got to do is win that one game and see see what happened. Yeah. I mean, I think the most disappointing thing about the Jaguars is that <clears throat> how impressive this team looked last year. Yeah, even in a loss, <clears throat> yeah. even in a loss against KC. I mean we came back and beat we beat the Chargers. But even in the loss against K C this team went down to you know, that's why the, the the anticipation for this year. That's why there was so much there was so much um uh, there was so much that was emphasized. Yeah, man. so much emphasized on this team with the additions to the, the Ridley and all that. Yeah, other and everyone
6: expected Trevor to make the leap yeah, to be big one step. of the guys. Absolutely. like it's a big step. He he was, that never happened. If no. anything, he regressed this season. He did. Yeah, if anything, that is 100% true. He regressed. Mm-hmm. And that's the
1: and, concern. I, I said it during the handoff when they asked, like, what's the biggest thing that needs to be addressed this offseason? And I said, besides helping the defense figure out how to tackle again, uh, mm-hmm. that's the obvious. It's you can't. Lose this next year. Well, not like lose in general, but you can't lose Trevor mm-hmm. this next year. Because if he regresses any further or he stays plateaued, that's where this franchise is in as deep a hole as it's ever been.
2: Yeah. And this is pre next big contract, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, 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 why is he
3: regressing? That's, that's the, big, the big question. Great question. Why is he regressing? It?
1: Again, let's go back to what did <laughs> they? Asking, what yeah. did they change from last year to this year? I
5: think
2: you guys are panicking. Okay, now we are playing not going to blame this all in the you OC, just, but you Press just Taylor sixty turnovers. Yeah, right I, I
4: think it's not good, but yeah. you're, I think you're panicking way too much about Trevor. Trevor Lawrence is not the problem with this franchise. All right, He's he some of the to, problem he needs to play better. But There's no you doubt expect about that. A lot. <laughs> more yeah more yes, of at course. This point, and I'm not saying he needs to play better, but at some point, hang on. Yeah, at some point. There's got to be some culpability with the coaching staff. Yes. I don't know why Doug Peterson just gets a pass every single time. He's a great guy. I don't care if he's a great guy. Guess what? His team tanked.
5: Yeah,
2: I don't absolutely think, tanked. I don't think I'm. I've been pretty steady on Doug Peterson needs to coach this team harder. He's in any other franchise. Like if he's if, it, if this happens at the Giants, he's fired. But at the same time, well, two years into it, I don't think he's fired. Oh, I uh, definitely think he's fired. Uh, 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 one year removed from the playoffs, I don't think he's fired. You go
4: from eight and three as playing
2: for the one seed, and then you're out okay, in a well, division that's bad, and you don't think he's fired. He's let's, fired. Let's okay. Let's use Brian Dayball as the example. Abel makes it to the postseason, gets coach of the year, and then they absolutely suck this year. Do you think he's fired? Uh, We'll see. I mean, he's got a quarterback injury that he can use. Begins today. We'll see. He's got quarterback injuries that he can use as an excuse, and Doug has quarterback injuries that he can use as an excuse. Look, I'm not taking him off the hook in terms of blame. Because he needs to coach this team harder.
6: It's also about who the owner it's, is, too. Well, like, of course, Shad's not going to make that yeah. move. Shad yeah. employed Other Gus Bradley or, yeah, for exactly. a thousand years. Other owners, <laughs> I agree with Matt, might. But yeah, but not not a here. A year after well, the postseason. Well, see,
3: this is the thing that ticked me off when they were going. When we saw that little slide that it was making, one loss, two losses. Yeah, we've been here before. You know, we got everything under control. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear we got everything under control. we we good. We've been in this position before because that seems that seemed so mundane. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no sense of urgency. And you could tell in this team and the way it played, there was no sense of urgency of getting back on it track. It was an excuse every week. Absolutely.
4: Every absolutely. Week. Every it was, week. A, it public was absolutely, a public was, excuse. Was, yeah, every, I, yeah. Well, we just got to do this. Well, it was this. Well, well it, every. The reason we were why, counting them down every week.
2: Yeah, the reason why they had an excuse is because they weren't very good. Yeah, well. Okay. And the offensive line, it begins, almost begins and ends there. And then there were definitely more deficiencies down the stretch uh, when it comes to But all everybody the
4: other has areas. injuries, okay? Oh, I, and I, I, I was the no. first guy that said that there were injuries, and that's, that was a problem for Trevor. I get all of that. At the end of the day, a coach is a, refl- a team is a reflection of its coach, all right? And some teams win with bad situations. Mm-hmm. The Titans with a god-awful offensive line with a, just a bad team, one of, the, one of the five worst teams in the
2: league. Well, beat this team. Just take a look at what the Houston Texans did. They are the AFC South champions missing their quarterback for two games. Trevor missed one. C.J. missed two. And they lose one of their main weapons in the wide receiver game. They went through the offensive line struggles. They lost guys on the defensive side. And what'd they do? Did anyone check out Nico Collins? They got better oh without Tank. Gosh. Tank's a great player. They got better. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, we got plenty to get into. We got to get the natty going tonight. Michigan and Washington. Who you got in that game? Hit the text line six four one ten ten. It's XL Prime Time. Animal Karma Beer Company Monday World's got
0: needs dummy sir your own needs feed it up a notch speed right
2: no strength turn
7: that a to clatter with fear fight down high wire and a fire representative seven engaged in the government for higher and a combat site let us a coming in a hurry with the fury speeding down your yeah team my team reporters
0: I'm sitting on my couch with wings in hand and my dog at my side, and I'm calling the plays. I know what Derek Henry's going to do. He's going to run it run right up the gut. I know exactly what's going on. Where's our defense? Why don't they know that? Mondays on XL Primetime, brought to you by Mokama. Check out their great craft in the tap room in Fernandina Beach.
1: That is the pop off line. That's one of the many ways you can interact with us on this. Misery Mocama Monday. We love Mocama. Well, well, we don't love today.
2: I always like to tell you that if you are gonna have a cold one, it's usually to celebrate or commiserate. You can do both. Uh you can with have it. coffee
1: too if you're not into the beer exactly. game either. So exactly. they have and that you can
2: commiserate or celebrate that way yes, too. Yes,
1: absolutely. At their tap room up in Fernandina Beach as well as the new Wild Light location yeah. as well.
2: And I like the like song suggestions. It's the end of the world as we know it, because that I mean, honestly, there's despair in Duval and that and that's the way people.
1: Are. So here's the rundown of today's activity. Um, The players were available from 1030 to 1130 as they went through final meetings and locker room clean out. Um, We we did have a team there, so we will have content coming from there in just a little bit. Um, Here's a quote, though, from Trevor Lawrence when he met with reporters this morning um, saying he's still processing the tough finish. No injuries that will require surgery. Thinks the team can succeed how it is. Quote, I can't point out the splinter in someone else's eyes when I have one in my own regarding his mistakes. Got to be better all around.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, what do you think when, when you hear it? Well,
3: <clears throat> I mean, look, everybody here, After that, when you go out the way you went out, you got to do a self-evaluation. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and you got to say, well, could I have done anything better to help this team out? Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 try not to count your losses more than your wins. In, in a disappointing season like this. But everybody here in the team, in the organization, needs to improve because you can't allow stuff like this to happen. This is a major collapse by the organization, not just the team, the organization, everybody from yeah. top to bottom. This Everybody's included in this because everybody's had their hands on this team that was a number one seed for a hot minute mm-hmm. and then to the go out of the playoffs. I mean, listen, I, I played in the league 11 years. I was either a good team that finished strong or was a bad team that finished strong. Mm-hmm. I was never a team that was good and finished bad because, because December meant so much. I, I It was instilled in my brain early on in my career that your best football is in December because everybody wants to get to January to play in February.
2: All right. So, and I, you know, the thing I think we have all learned from Big Sur's through the years is that it, it's the team, it's the player's accountability, it's one looking at the other. And if you call somebody out, you call somebody out only because you're trying to be better. So off the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. This says we don't have enough pros on this team. I believe if we had more players committing time to prepare outside the building, we would have a much we would be in a much better place. Anyone successful in any career puts in the time required to be successful, and sometimes that means putting in overtime. So mm-hmm. what what well, do you say to
3: that? Well, listen, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a proponent that how you do little things how you do everything. Mm-hmm. All right. I can tell you I can tell you how successful you are about what you do daily in a daily routine your daily routine ends up I mean and these guys have to they have to be accountable for daily routines each and every day and I'm not going to pinpoint anybody but obviously everybody is not exempt because you you're home you're home in January when you're supposed to been one of the teams that are supposed to been in the playoffs mm-hmm. I mean this team was favored to win the south this team was favored to knock off the chiefs this team was in some assessments, had them in the AFC Championship game.
4: Somebody had him in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say
3: that I words. did. I had him in the Super Bowl. You know, I'm hey, even listen, pro. You,
4: you fell in love, too. I right? did. I,
3: I, I did. fell in love. Hey, no, I,
4: no, honestly, I mean, honestly, you could easily say that the season started going downhill when Trevor got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, when they were 8-3 and three and he hurt, and, and he got hurt. Up to that point, that was his
1: best game of the season. The yeah, you're, I mean,
4: you're game. literally looking at a guy who then <laughs> doesn't practice the same because he's getting over A multitude of injuries each week. That's true. So he's not practicing. He's not staying sharp, right? You've got to prepare. You have to be consistent in your preparation to be good on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. And that's – Le'Anne will tell you that. Okay. If you're not practicing during the week, all right, and you're missing practice – that's going to affect the way you play that's going to affect your throws that's going to affect decision making of
6: course it is when they were 8 and 3 we came in here every monday and dissected how they're just not looking the same they're just yeah, the offense is going right, and right. It finally but caught up with them it's no, not like it's not they were it. a totally different offense i don't agree with that
4: but they were 8 and 3 so you can't just say you can't just say like the eagles the, the eagles three. were
6: 10 and 1 and everybody was like well this isn't the same team like this isn't the eagles that we uh, saw and, last year and now look what happened yeah. it comes full circle. And the one thing that I have always believed is that it can happen in a hurry.
2: And what you see in September or October, November, you think you know what you've got or who you are or who you're watching. You get to December and the deal changes. But, but, but here,
3: here's the thing. Even though Trevor got hurt, then what, what's the next substitute to help Trevor out? The old line Right. Run game. All right. Oh, yeah. They're lines lines of scrimmage. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you you listen. Both lines of scrimmage. I mean, somehow, at some capacities, you know, you have to come to the aid of of, of your quarterback. If you know your quarterback is not 100%, then then the onus is on the O line to take over. Hey, we run the ball, play action. Run the ball, play action. Something, some kind of variable that's going to give him some leeway. I mean, if you're constantly putting the pressure on Trevor to win games when you know he's not healthy, then that's shame on the O line. Mm-hmm. Because they absolutely gave him nothing to, that he could fall back on.
2: i tell you what, bro. I watched last night, and we'll go through a little bit more of Miami and Buffalo a little bit later on. But take Raheem Mostert. He was on his way to a record-setting year before not mm-hmm. being available the last couple of games. Anyway, Devon A. Chain, I like to call him, he goes in there and immediately has an impact. And we can go to a lot of other run games that we watched just think of Derrick Henry yesterday. Anyway, the way that they do block and scheme it up, it mm-hmm. blows my mind that this team cannot knock people off the ball. Blows my mind that they cannot get any rhythm going on offense when it comes to the run game. Well,
3: entirely. I mean, the only two only two people, I uh, listen, I will make changes entirely when off-season hits. The only two guys I feel comfortable with is Cam and Anton Harrison. Mm-hmm. The tackle position is good. There's no need for Walker Little. I know everybody at the beginning of the season. They hey, Walker Little's going to take Cam Robinson. He's not. He's not. Cam has played well. Anton So everybody else is interchangeable. Yeah. I'm trying to find me a center and two guards. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find me some horses in the middle because a lot of the stuff that we had to do on the, on the on the on the perimeter had to do with the fact that we can't run the ball right at you. But yeah. those guys that are, those those six four three forties three fifties we can't handle. We get overwhelmed. You know, listen that that fourth down and one. Well, Trevor, hey, did you see Fortner in that bro. picture? Did you see him? Yeah. yeah, bro, that that's that sums it up right there. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pick up the, the picture. The camera in the sky don't lie. All mm-hmm. right, your play is your resume. He got destroyed. And that's he's been getting destroyed by all Jaleel season. Johnson. Yeah, he's been getting destroyed by a guy. He's overwhelmed by guys because he ain't got enough. He ain't got enough hip pockets. All right, now that's figure. grandma, grandma <laughs> hip pockets. <laughs> well, is explain not, to everybody what hip, hip pockets. Po- is. Hip pockets mean you, you ain't got enough trunk. You know, junk in your trunk. Yeah, ain't yeah, Ain't dragging enough wag. You ain't dragging. You ain't dragging enough You enough Ain't got enough. Of them. And that's, there you go.
2: And that's old man strength. Yeah, exactly. Is, exactly. Coming from the hips. Yeah,
3: but but there's there's no term for that. You know, get get squats. A mm-hmm. uh, box jump, something that, that they can get, get you. Stronger. He's got to get, stronger. I, Actually, I, I, he's I'm get
4: not, stronger. I wouldn't give up on him, but next year's a key a key year for him. He's mm-hmm. got to get stronger. Yeah, and then it, you move it's on. Akin,
1: him. Right. It's akin to Jawan Taylor last year. Like, it, it's what prove it or like shut up yeah or, like, yeah or in prove other words it it's just time for him yeah
2: yeah it's yeah put up or shut up and, and it's your contract year josh allen stepped up in his contract well, here. it's a
1: third, it won't be his contract yeah here, but but, but but essentially but it saying. is yeah essentially but, it is
2: because he could lose his job and that does affect your contract but what i would say more than anything else is that you can get away with a less than <clears throat> physical center i may be wrong here leon but you can get away with a less than physical center if if you're Two to the left and two to the right are intact. Meaning, yeah. Sheriff is still a healthy big time guard, and then whoever you have on the left side is a big time
3: guard. Well, listen, you can get away with a of center. I mean, he's just got to be—he's got to be a leverage guy. I mean, he's got to be able to get – he's got to be able to move and position themselves. I mean, I'm not, I, I don't necessarily need a center that's going to blow you off the ball like a Damani Dawson. But, you know, I need like a Mark Stepnowski, mm-hmm. somebody that's smart, that's a loser, right. that can get you – that can get hands on you, turn you, flip your hips. Yeah, and all that. leverage guys, and push. That's leverage long. and push yeah. and get to the second level. Fortnite yeah. can do neither of those right now. Okay, now think
2: about this. And, and honestly, the, the two little areas of, of this game that you might have either had a chance to – get back in it, or you let it get away from you, back-to-back drives in the first half resulted in turnovers. The Ingram Mm -hmm. flip up in the air, and they made a great play, and then Trevor turns it over. This was with the Calvin Ridley big play nestled in there, okay? But Mm -hmm. back-to-back drives, you turn the ball over. In the second half, how many times did they turn it over on downs? Three or four times? Three or four times. Okay, this ball game was within a score in that down the stretch time of the fourth quarter, which you would expect them to tighten up as they like to scream up there uh, in Nashville. But to be be fair, Joe, they were also a
4: player to the fumbled punt, Mm -hmm. the bad throw from Tannehill from it. The Titans literally blowing them out in this
2: game. Oh, yeah, because they throw the pick, and then they ultimately were able to get the ball back and at least get a field goal out of it. Oh, my gosh, yes. In the end, that team blew this team out. I don't care what the score says. That team blew this team out. Derrick Henry had nearly 150 yards on 14 carries. 100
4: yards before he got touched. Okay. see that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 100 100 yards before he was even touched. And that's what someone
1: on the text (laughs) line just asked. How does this defense – go from being one of the best in stopping the run the first 8 10 weeks of the season It's
4: the interior guys
3: undisciplined, undisciplined.
4: it's that but it's a, also, I mean Lloyd and Aneluicon both of them were not gaps sound. At all? Well, no, 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 no. Well, uh, Lewis had a great year. Well, well, I know like, he has, but yeah, he did he not play game. well
2: yesterday. Thirty-three. Well.
1: Multiple people brought up to me uh, yeah. his play, and I said, he "I didn't it. see. I didn't see him once on the field."
2: Yeah, he made a business decision. Him yeah. and Darius made a business decision yesterday. Like I said, uh, they not going to get Derek was dodging defenders. No, no, no. <laughs> defenders were dodging Derek. Okay, just reverse mm-hmm. the sentence. You can use the same same three words. Um, Leon says the uh, texter uh, name three dogs we have. Dogs, yeah, meaning
3: oh, alpha dogs, not yeah. lap dogs. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess I guess Josh is a dog now. Okay, of his, that's one that, that, that you one. could name. Uh, I guess uh, that's yeah. going to be a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah, I, I will say Cam. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah. You could uh, say that. I mean, you, like, you
4: know what? I hate again. I said hate. And I don't really hate. I think it's great. Yeah. I would put Trayvon Walker in there. He's a dog. Mm-hmm. And I one think, okay, yeah. Tray- Trayvon deserved his dog. One quick to add, anecdote too on
1: Trayvon. This is from our buddy Logan mm-hmm. Bowles, uh, who obviously is a photographer mm-hmm. for the NFL. Yeah. But Duval till he dies, he was actually taking. You know, he was right there. He was the closest photographer when Trayvon got his sack yesterday, mm-hmm. and he said, "You could see Trayvon got the sack and immediately got back up to get ready for the next play." And some of his teammates were like, hey, let's celebrate. And you could tell he, he waved him off. He's like, no, mm-hmm. no, we we got to get to the next play. Yeah, we're, we're not down, doing anything. We're, right we're not now. doing anything. We're down 11. And right and now. Logan mm-hmm. said to me, he was like, that was a moment that I said, you know what? You can build around this kid. Mm-hmm. If he continues to ascend well, like he did this year, that's the type of dog yeah, that but, you want.
3: But you know what? That That's the Kirby effect. I, I, I'm pretty sure Kirby's smart. The, yeah. the reason why Georgia won those two damn championships back to back is because they don't individualize mm-hmm. achievements. It's all about the team winning. He, that, that that team is so dynamic and so dominant because they understand that team success warrants individual accolades. Yeah, and pairing up with both of you. Because f- the NFL wants winners. Plus, yeah.
4: well, you're A-Coy, yeah. by the way. Yeah, oh, I, I know. Believe me. Out, I took man. him off the list. Look, like, Cobo is no longer my assistant. Got, the Titans got the, the ball Canada. at the one, and Devon Hamilton jumps sides. Yeah. Oh, it Isn't was, that
6: like the first thing you tell or them? Or how they go about out there? when they come but, but, out of halftime? Yeah, after exactly. Derrick Henry yeah. ran it on you the entire first half and immediately goes 89 80 yards. 69. Yeah, right. nice. so what the nice. heck is
2: that? And so that that is where you should have adjustments. That's where you should. You already knew what he did right. to you. All right. All right. You can't jump mm. off size when you got a team at the one. So Not dumb. You okay, think give about them five think five yards. Think like about that. this. You had two shots at the one-yard line. And you call a pass play, and you run a quarterback sneak. You call a pass sneak. play to
4: two tight ends who don't catch the ball. Yeah, and Just you call part- and Strange. Yeah, and, and, and you're rolling out. You're cutting off the field. Yeah, so you're Strange- telling your quarterback, "I want you to roll out, cut off the field. You've got like a ten foot spot to throw to. And by the way, you're going to throw to Farrell or Strange. And this
2: is after My Strange. God, that's the worst this is play after ever. This yeah. is after Strange had the false start too. Let's not forget about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you have the offside. Yeah. Yeah. Off that's, that's no, that's Plus, no problem. Plus, yeah, three go. plays
4: early in the drive. You had a, a third and two. You give it to yeah, Bigsby this, and he big gets big the field. first down. Bigsby, to his, credit, mm-hmm.
1: brings to his credit, was averaging six yards a carry at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Give yeah. him the ball. I wouldn't have had any problem with that, honestly.
1: No. I, and even if he gets stuffed, you know what? Yeah
4: i would give it to them. At least you, know it you tried. It's the cute factor. They just want to be cute. Well, this they want to show that they're smarter than everybody. And exactly. look at this pass play. This is oh, where. Yeah. yeah right, look at So here's one. an example. This it's is where the cute press, factor.
2: This is where press and Doug get criticism. Cute. I need guys to kick ass. Yeah. I don't need cute. Yeah. Because honestly, if you you want to try it and and fancy it up, it's not going to work. It's going to backfire on you. What did Tennessee do yesterday to start the game? Trick plays they even had the flea flicker two back to back think dude think of the two the two big plays that ended up in the end zone with the flea flicker and the screen to the running back it was unreal and they were on their side of the field when those two plays were successful back to back and by the way let's make it the ten take because these these are the things that
0: drive me crazy about this mm-hmm. personnel now, Joe sees ten ten 10 tape. Slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue. Local pit masters since 68. You can't get away from this part of it. By the way, Sonny's, they will not get away
2: from everything that it takes to make sure they deliver a good meal. They've got the recipes, and they want to make sure that they live by them, and they'll serve it to you fast. Check out any one of your area sunnies. So when you talk about the play calling, and they were a desperate football team, they were going to wrinkle it up. They were going to come up with some prize plays and and try and surprise you. Well, they were able to do that. Once Henry got rolling and he starts bruising and battering the middle of that uh, defensive line, then they swing it out, and they go with the flea flicker, and they go with the screen, and the next thing you know, from their side of the field, into the end zone. And guess what? A rookie and a second-year player that is not always a guy that you count on, a Mm Quanco in the end zone, and Spears in the end zone. Okay? Trent Baalke is not getting the job done and getting enough players in these huddles or in meeting rooms or whatever you want to say. He doesn't have enough studs on this roster to match up against a bad football team like the Tennessee Titans who are getting plays out of rookies and out of second-year guys and making you look silly. That's the 10-10 take. Honestly, Spears, they went and drafted him because they knew Derrick Henry's expiration date wasn't that far away. It's still, it still hasn't expired yet, but they were preparing for the future. And they go get this young, quick cat that just is a, an absolute lightning to Derrick Henry's thunder. And then Akwanko is a guy that, he ain't easy to bring down, man, and that's what you got to do. This back, uh, backup tight end hasn't done anything. He's got more
3: holding calls than catches.
2: Anything he does,
3: he has more holding calls than catches. Think about that. It's a hell of a thing.
4: <laughs> and they all have been critical holding calls. Yes, you. yes, all of them. All right, so <laughs> it's look, look, it, look. At the end of the day, I I, I think Bigsby's a good pick. I think he's got to use him. Even if early in the season when he couldn't hold on the ball, you got to give him I the ball, used, man. I still
2: wouldn't have drafted him in the third round. Right,
4: but no, I, I, I think that's fine. I don't mind that third-round pick because you saw yesterday what he can be. You saw what he can be. Give him the ball. Stop being cute at the goal line. Who else in the NFL is cute at the goal line? What other teams? Uh, Anybody? I can't name ones were that are the Patriots successful. All those years, were they cute the at the Chiefs goal line? Maybe
1: the Chiefs, yeah. maybe.
4: Yeah, the, and the yes. Chiefs it's starting to backfire just on them a little line bit. Line up and give the guy the ball. Do yeah. the
6: tush push.
4: Yeah, yeah. come God. on. I mean, or what did they
6: so,
1: call it last night so with Josh frustrating. Allen? The Buffalo
4: Bob sled. <laughs> that you you roll out to one side of the field, you cut off the rest of the field, and you throw
2: to two backup tight ends. All right, here's another one now. Okay, and Brian Baldinger. You can find it. Shout out to Elijah for uh, uh, finding it and sending it to me. Because Baldinger goes through the breakdown, Trevor, just based on line play, and I'll show it to you, Leon, in the break, Mm -hmm. based on line play, should have not run that sneak. That is at least in Baldy's opinion, who breaks down film pretty dang well, that was a decision that he made, and that ball should have been going off the, I think the guard's butt well, uh, to the right. Well, here's
3: the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. Even when I'm watching the game last night, Buffalo against Miami, when Josh Allen, this quarterback, is naked, he never does it in the middle. There's always a. There's always a, a design. Gu- a design to where he's going to take it to the right or the left. He's always going to run left. At least yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. I, mean, I mean,
6: come on now. I mean, Trevor yeah. was being a hero. I, he he was, was. He was just was audible down. Like he was was sh- like, I'm just going to jump over everybody and score this touchdown, and I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to, you know, put this team. Put it on my back or whatever, and it didn't work I mean, out. to be fair,
4: it worked uh, prior. Right, right. and,
6: and that, I, was I,
1: his, that was what he said post-game. He was like, look, I've scored four or five times on that play.
6: Yeah, I don't
2: mind anybody improvising, but Only. if you are going to do it, you need to make sure that your line, that, you're, that you're using the best part of your line because yeah. he leaped. To the right where Sheriff vacated that spot and was going to that's, the right. yeah, that so That's a not mistake. a cute
4: play. That's a power play. Like he's, yeah. They're going right up the middle. So right. I'm, not, I'm fine yeah. with that play. Yeah. It was, it's no. the play
2: before is, yeah. is the problem. But again, yeah. let's not remove this. It's like Matt will always jump on me. Well, then you're making an excuse. That was a wrong decision by Trevor Lawrence to do what he did on that play. Okay, well, I don't know, I don't know that I would
4: say it was a wrong decision. He, he did not go the play. If you want to say because he didn't run the play that was played, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Then I'll agree with that. I don't think it's wrong what he did. I think you're still what you're doing is we're we're lining up against you. We need 1 yard. We're going to get the yard. Mm-hmm. We're not going to try and get cute with it. So mm-hmm. that that's and maybe that's what they were going to do with Bigsby. Maybe they were just going to hand it to Bigsby and that's it.
2: So, Josh mm-hmm. Allen last night, okay? Josh Allen had two terrible decisions. Throwing into the end zone. And I thought to myself, this is going to cost him. The fins are going to win the game. That's the side I was on. That's the one I was picking. Anyway, bottom line is we know that they ended up winning 21-14. But Josh Allen threw it 38 times. The ball did not touch the ground 32 of those times. Now, it just so happens two of those were picks. Say, he had a couple okay? picks but you know. he was 30 of 38 for 359 yards. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Ran at 67. And both the interceptions were in the
4: Red zone. Yeah. Yeah. End in zone the, actually. Yeah,
2: exactly. And he had he had cleaned that up because he was leading the league last year in red zone turnovers. But James Cook had the ball in his hands and dropped it. So my point is is that you can make mistakes if you have make up plays. That way more than make up for him. And that's what he did last night. He ran it close to seventy yards, threw it close to three hundred and sixty yards, had two touchdowns, and ultimately got the job done.
1: Let's talk about James Cook a little bit. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. They fire Ken Dorsey. Miami Hurricane Great.
2: Shameful. We'll
1: they bring back they bring in Joe Escape Brady. Goat. They try to <laughs> revitalize Joe Brady's career. And to Joe Brady's credit, because I think when everyone thinks of that LSU offense in 2019, they think of the passing attack, the fact that they had so many future first, second round wide receivers on that roster, and obviously Joe Burrow. But what Joe Brady has done in Buffalo is for the first time in the Sean McDermott era since Josh Allen got there, they are based off of the run game.
2: And he's made James Cook look more like a star, a budding star than a bust.
1: They drafted James Cook last year heralded out of the University of Georgia and said, okay, this will fix our running problem. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't have the scheme to set him up to succeed. Joe Brady came in and said, come hell or come high water, we're going to run the ball and that'll open up stuff for Josh. And guess what? In doing so, you don't have to run Josh like all the Buffalo fans were clamoring yeah. and national media said you can't just keep running him like a battering ram because he needs to extend his career. Mm-hmm. And so he said, you drafted this kid in the second round? It's, we're going to use him.
2: Yeah. And, and
1: You drafted Tank Bigsby in the third round? You drafted Travis Etienne in the first round? You probably should use him.
2: And J.A. still ran 15 times last night, but at the same time, everything is a little more measured, a little more constructed, mm-hmm. a little bit better idea of what he needs to do in the end. It was Tua that made a terrible decision, yeah. locked on a terrible decision an easy pick when they had gotten back in position to where they had a chance to score. Bottom line is yeah. they would have hosted the Bills again. Now they're going on the road to play KC. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. well, I, listen, I, I like that Joe, Joe Brady, that he, he's schemed, but you've got to have the line up front to execute. They've
5: had the same offensive line yeah. the entire season. It
1: gets after. By
4: the yeah. way, real quick. Why didn't the NFL look at that spot?
1: Yeah, I know. The text line is lighting oh, up. What?
4: He was clearly like right at the goal line when he stretched out Ingram on the play before the third down, second down. Yes. Why did the league not look at that spot? I don't know. Here, yes, it you...
6: wasn't at the one. It you was like at about the less than half. And it was a bad line. spot. Well, they only yeah. reviewed touchdown. No, to no that's turnovers. not true. That's yeah.
4: not true. They do return. They, do return. they review spots.
2: They're, during games, they do. No, you have to challenge spots to get exactly. it reviewed. And the other thing that ticks me off is that they review what is considered a score, they review but they don't. All the time. Something that could be. They a They don't score. review what exactly. could be a score, and that bothers the heck out of me. All right, into the one o'clock hour we go. Mokama Beer Company bringing it to you. Don't forget, every single day of the week, they're serving up great coffee right there on South Eighth as you head into Fernandita Beach, and then the Wildlife location. And Tuesday through Sunday, you're enjoying that great craft. So check it all out, Mokama Beer Company or Mokama.com.
0: Now, Joe C's ten ten tape, slow smoked and served up by Sonny's Barbecue, local pitmasters since sixty eight. Make this the ten ten tape. All right, if you're in town and you're around a Sonny's, they're cooking it low, they're cooking it slow. Beef, pork, chicken, whatever you want. Speaking of smoking, you wonder why you smell that funny smelling tobacco in the bud zone? Because you have to be on something to cheer for this team. Mondays on XL Prime Time. Brought to you by Mokama. Check out their great craft in the tap room in Fernandina Beach. <laughs> we love our nooners, man, because they are always they're working in our
2: sponsors. They're doing everything to paint the picture for you in uh, Bush Drive, Rich. Uh, not disappointing there. Smoking it slow. And yeah, they are burning. Over there in the bud zone. You never know. That's for sure. Uh, because, you know, the, the smoke doesn't need to rise for you to be high. Uh, remember that. Uh, but So let's go to the Baldy breakdown real yeah. quick because I see what uh, you guys on. are saying. Hang on. Let's just set up. I see what, you what you're just saying. Jump right back in. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is so good at this. So All right, the, so the Baldy breakdown. We is welcome you into the 1 o'clock hour if you are just tuning Not in. Not everyone was
6: listening
5: to Mocama that. It's ex- Monday.
6: <laughs> it's XL Primetime. Joe C., me, O'Brien, Matty A.'s Big Surgeon. also take like a conversation we've been having during the break, yeah. which no one can hear. Exactly. Say, All, right. All right. Let's go we back. We also back. Were having at the end of the last break. <laughs> yeah. We were, like, I know. That was a long time ago. It was right. six minutes ago. So
2: Mokama Beer Company bringing two of you today, and we definitely want you to check them out any day of the week serving coffee and then tuesday through sunday that great craft is coming out of those taps so make sure you check it out Mokama.com because you can pick them up at abc or total for that cosmico which is just outstanding a very very good ipa offering along with everything else that they've got pilsners lagers sours you name it so we are talking jaguar football you can hit the pop-off line at 207 70 71 vent have some fun with it Uh, Go comical uh, with us if you want. We would love to hear it. But let's get to the Brian Baldinger piece that is on social media, real easy to find, because this is what we were arguing about at the end of the first hour is, was Trevor Lawrence improvising on the quarterback sneak? And we all agreed that it's fine if he wants to call a play, audible, whatever, when he feels like he can make a play. But in this particular case, you have to line up with your linemen if you are going to be successful. So now, Matt, when you take a look at that piece, what are you thinking? Because so, th- this is this is Sirce and I
4: basically were breaking this down during the break, okay? Mm-hmm. He he admitted, first off, he admitted that he did it on his own. Yeah. So that was that was Trevor's call. Yeah. The call was clearly a, a power isolation to the right. They were they were doing a you either you either go, looks like the I don't know, you're going off tackle unless you can hit, break it Off to the, the outside, guard's okay? butt. So here's do. so here's here, here's the reality of it, okay? The hole was there, and I hear people saying the hole's there. Aziz Al-Shahir is going to fill that hole. So at the end of the day, he stops when he sees Trevor jumping over the line of scrimmage. He's going to fill that hole. It's there. So then it's Oklahoma drill. Mm-hmm. Then it's who's the baddest man. Is it going to be Tank Bigsby or is it going to be Al-Shahir? Mm-hmm. So that's what that is. That's not a touchdown. Well, so for people to say that's automatically a touchdown, that's not automatically a touchdown.
3: Well, well I, we, we, we broke through this in the break. Yeah, there's a lot of bad that's going on at that front line. A lot line of right now. bad. A lot of bad. Okay, Fortner. First of all, blown I mean, up. he has no idea that Trevor's going to leap over the pile or whatever. Yeah. So he's trying to that reach. That He's trying to reach block the nose with a without moving his foot. He's trying to pivot. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's instead of him just taking a step and run with his head to play side, he tries to hook the guy without moving his feet. And he, that's the reason why he get blown up because I'm looking at the guard pulling. I'm looking at Anton. He's blocking down, and then you got Strange, who's actually a fullback in this in this formation, and he he actually has the linebacker in the hole. But for whatever reason, he stops. He can't he, get outside. He stops and takes a Polaroid of uh, Fortner getting run over. Okay, <laughs> okay well he couldn't get outside to be fair. He could have because the play is, the, the plays a counter play outside. He knows he's got that guy in the hole that. Tank Bisbee is not supposed to get touched in that play because Plus, the Strange left, is supposed to block
4: The left side of the line is blocking well, well, down right, exactly. so they're automatically yeah. going
2: right, right. With Cleveland's going right, so he's filling the hole that Trevor's trying to jump That's, into. Right, right exactly. there, the essence for me, yes. that is the biggest problem. You can improvise if you're Trevor and you can make a call to make a play, and I'll never, ever argue with that if you say, hey, I got this. But when you decide to go in the direction that everyone is being blocked, that is a bad decision. It is. And so as soon as I showed it to Leon, Ezra is pushing his guy right into, into where Trevor's, where Trevor's, Trevor's going. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, he's supposed yeah. to do that. They're blocking bad. down. The left side's but blocking Trevor down. Made no, a I agree. Bad decision. No, I agree. That's, that's yeah. the point. I, mean, I totally agree with you. Really bad decision.
3: And, and and watch for it in his head, okay. he's he's trying to get the nose right. His head's gotta get play side. Where's his head? The play is backside. And he's trying to hook it see where his head is. It's been it, swimming it, for seventeen his, games. His yeah. backside <laughs> instead of front <laughs> side. I'm giving them I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be front side and a run.
2: All right. So you guys offer it up six four one ten ten. You can hit the text line designed by lifetime enclosures. Go to YouTube, throw a comment there or hit the pop off line with a little mo 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 at two oh seven seventy seventy. My whole point was you got Oklahoma drill there, and yeah. there's no guaranteed tank beating and sh- Shaheer in that No, that but situation. I will take that. In other words, as bad as this offensive line has been, I will take the chances of a running I back behind blockers. No, I agree with that, and I said that. Run the that, that, ball. Yeah. That, that are moving people uh, because two decisions were made at the one-yard line. One was a pass play, and one was improvisation. I, I agree. It was a bad yeah, decision, I, I hate but, to say, but
4: I, yeah. he's had success at it before. I, listen, so but so I, I, really hate, like I hate
3: to say play. this, that even if they had run that play and gave it to the tank, I'm not sure he gets in. Right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was, it was blocked block that poor. Fortnick getting run over, the, mm-hmm. I mean, that, 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 that handcuffs the whole play.
2: Yeah, and, and this offensive line, when you do drill down, I still probably would put it as my number one, like the main thing that needs to change. And we'll probably do a Twitter poll tomorrow once we get into this a little bit more. But if you were listing things that you thought needed to change, it would be personnel decisions, offensive line, and play calling. Uh, and I might put, uh, you know, Trevor, get better. You know, I, I, I think that there's a lot there that has well, to that has to get in And the
1: tackling on the other side. Yeah. Of yeah. Because that's, that's the thing is, like, from what I was told, they approached this game, albeit with Trevor Lawrence under center, not C.J. Beathard, mm-hmm. wanting to run the same game plan that they had the week prior against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Because they believed if they could run the ball, if they could get out early, if they could stop the run, key there, stop the run. Yeah then they'd have smooth sailing like they did the week prior. But they the problem was they didn't account for Derrick Henry, 11 carries, 141 yards to begin the ballgame.
2: Yeah, well, these guys have seen him enough. They should account for him. And and I don't care. Like Well, we they said, were
1: banking on that defense that yeah. allegedly carried them the first eight to ten weeks of the season. Yeah. It did carry them, not allegedly.
2: Yeah, and, and look, they, 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 there's more than one area, and they did cave on that side of the ball. They really did. They let – all right, how about this? <laughs> They let all right, here, all right, this drove me crazy between yesterday and last night. Vic Fangio made a decision that he was going to load up and do everything he could to move Josh Allen off of his spot. You can go to a few other games where they made decisions they were going to absolutely turn the heat up on the quarterback. This team chose not to do that against Ryan flipping Tannehill? Against Tannehill? mm mm-hmm. And who had not been in there for a while, and they let him operate at least more often than not because I think both Trayvon's and Josh Allen's sacks were in the second half of the game. yep. Yeah. And so, remember, we set the over and under at four and a half on Friday as Mm -hmm. far as times they were going to get to Ryan Tannehill. You can't let that cat sit back there and breathe, much less have time to make throws, Leon. Well, well, I'm thinking that the the
3: Caldwell was thinking that with the four-man rush against this offensive line, he didn't have to blitz. I mean, you got, you got two guys that got, you know, you got one got double-digit sack, you got one got nine sacks. You, I, I thought he, I think he went into the game thinking and, and, and that we can impress upon, we can press our will upon this offensive line that's really not that good. But this offensive line stepped up. I mean, even in the run game, I'm watching the run game, I'm, all they ran was lead and inside zone. And they v- virtually on the front side and the back side, they had double teams. And the double teams between the guard and the tackle to the backer and backside to the outside backer, and then the center went to the mic, and that's all they did. And they were taking our defensive front, who mass majority of the time wasn't even in the right gap. They took them on roller skates, and then you have most of the linebackers having to make a decision on where Derrick Henry's going based upon they got a defensive tackle in their lap, and And that's the reason why they most of the time they chose wrong. Yeah, because Derrick Henry saw the double team, he waited. For the linebacker to
2: commit, then he went to the other yeah. way. And next thing you know, he's out the gate. And had, so- have you seen a guy with size and wheels like that mm-hmm. uh, still has it, still has it when he jetted out on that big run to begin the second half? Oh, my. All right, we will stay on this. hit the pop-off line, mo Mo, Mo there, please bring it, because that's what we want, your energy and your attitude or aggravation or whatever on the show, and all you got to do is dial it up. You do it. You become a star on the show, so do it, 207-7071. We have to make a pledge. Everybody raise your right hand. Raise your right hand. We are going to talk about the national championship game coming up. <laughs> I was going to say second. that, at
1: least before we send <laughs> yeah. Big Stars off at yeah. 2. Uh, we also will head into the locker room mm-hmm. um, for some yeah. of the telling comments yes. following the Jaguars. Dewey
2: boss. and yes. – yeah, Yeah. I,
1: I, and also, I know that he is as polarizing a figure at times in this town as any, but Dewey at least held up his right hand and mm-hmm. said on Twitter yesterday, good job, Yinzers, because boy, oh, boy, to the Steelers and their fans – come for him.
2: Oh, he was an NFL meme, a superstar on the NFL meme, because at that point, well, we'll read the meme coming up in just a bit. It is XL primetime.
7: It was always the Jags. Always.
0: I hurt myself. Today, all you had to do was beat a 5-11 team to go to the playoffs. We can't even do that. Another Sunday ruined, and then I got to go to work the next day after all this crap. I myself have an issue with the play calling. This offense just doesn't move fluidly, and
4: it's continuously clunky and unprepared. Oh, my God. In Jaguars.
2: This stuff, man? I can go out there and play quarterback better than Trevor
0: This fire the whole thing. Mondays on XL Primetime, brought to you by MoCama. Check out their great craft in the tap room in Fernandina Beach.
1: The pop-off line, a bit more eloquent than myself during uh, the handoff from Jaguars today, in which I described the Jaguars offense as a colonoscopy for much of the season, um, each and every time they went up and down the field. Credit That's Bo- a visual.
2: Well, credit, I will give you that.
1: Credit Bo Valentine for that one. Yeah. Um, yes, certainly a visual, too. Um, but no, it's... it's It's hard to wrap your head around when they truly, for better or worse, clearly worse today, didn't make that many changes from 2022 to 2023.
2: Yeah. And when you ask someone to describe your mood and you uh, cue up Johnny Cash, it does tell you uh, just how dark things are right now. That was the the darker period of Johnny and the darker period of your Jaguars. Great song, though. It is a great Great song. song. It's a great song. But it's awesome but i but like mokama like this is that was the commiserating uh music to go along with it the we'll probably do stats like when we start looking at this drilling down next couple of days, because I pulled up twenty twenty two versus twenty twenty three kind of to your point and you're scoring less you're giving up more uh you're everything you make you give up on the other side of the ball uh defense there was certainly times when they were Remember, they led the league in takeaways, Leon, for a minute. I mean, they were making things happen, but then little by little it started to erode. Why? Because the offense was turning it over. And when we mention the mistakes that Josh Allen has made, he's also been able to make plays. And the offense has not lived up to their side of it. So defense started to sag. injuries started to pile up. Can't get away from the fact that you were missing Zay for a lot of this year. And you miss Christian Kirk for the second half of the season. But it still doesn't dismiss that this football team <clears throat> needed to take what they had and build upon it during this offseason. But the
3: the question is why did all this happen? That's 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 the bigger mm-hmm. question. Why did all this happen? Because you look around the league, you can look around the league and you the same thing that that, that the the same despair that was on this team as far as injury wise and moving guys, all these other teams found a way to win. Yeah. I mean I mean the Bills. The Bills are, are they're the poster child for you know the Browns uh, have the Browns, Browns have, have a forty year old
4: quarterback. Yeah, the Steelers true. are playing the that's third true. string quarterback. They are. They are. The Absolutely. Rams were two and five at one point. Yeah. Are you exactly. kidding me? Yeah, yeah.
2: But, Carson mean, flipping Wentz scored yesterday. This thing had
4: yeah. air, this situation was literally teed up for this franchise. It was, and they gagged. Yeah. yeah. So,
3: so who do you playing uh, I mean. <laughs> Who's Everyone from
4: the top down. Yeah, it goes it goes In high
3: the words low.
1: of Daniel Hicken, <laughs> yeah. it stinks yeah, it from stinks. the top all the way to the bottom.
4: Yeah, well, there
3: it is. There stinks, it is. stinks, Tom. The Steelers
4: uh, are in the playoffs with a third-string quarterback. True.
2: Mason Rudolph is playing quarterback Well, the by the way, uh, Kenny Pickett said, I ain't no Donner. I ain't no Blitzen. I ain't backing that Rudolph up. But they still figured it out. Now, they got the gift of a game against a team that didn't need to win it for them to get in it. But guess what us The only other thing that had to happen for them to get in it? Is for this team to lose. Well, this
4: team had the gift of a game of playing the Titans. Yeah, exactly.
2: Oh, yeah. Look, uh, there. there's few things you can, uh, you know, look back on and point to as a positive from D1 until now. From December 1 until now, they lost five of six football games. You know what else they lost? Lost a little bit of that... Uh,
1: The spark is Josh. Yeah. And
2: I'm going to, I was just going to go with like machismo. I was going to say manhood, right? (laughs) Yeah. Manhood. Okay. Honestly, it's
1: funny. You bring up that December 1st benchmark Mm -hmm. because let's listen to Dewey Wingard. Mm -hmm. I know plenty of you want to bash him on the text line, but uh, I thought this was as transparent and open and honest. And I appreciate his insight as any, because he was asked what changed. And he admitted that after they beat the Texans, suddenly the mentality of this Jaguars team shifted.
7: Yeah, just, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of assignment football um, down the stretch, and it showed today.
2: You guys obviously knew good, Derek. I mean, that's where they were going to go. Did
7: they do a good job? Walking uh, and some of the stuff that they were trying to do. They did, but at the same time, you know, we we've made we made mistakes down the stretch, like like I was just saying. And, um, you know, there's definitely going to be a lot of things to think about, but going forward, if I was to say one thing, it's just assignment football, you know, and you can't can't let him get, get going, you know, um, so that's kind of what happened. So you feel it was more like mental errors than physical? Uh, it was, yeah, just assignment errors, you know, guys, you know, getting out of gaps and stuff and, you know, them exploiting it.
1: So
7: yeah, it was definitely like we were just looking outside of ourselves, you know, after that Houston game and. You know, it's hard. You know, we. it was easy last year when, you know, there was no expectations. We were in last place or whatever. You know, it's easy. It's like I said to these guys, too. It's like it's really now I'm not discrediting them whatsoever, but it's super easy to play when there's no you got nothing to lose. You know, you're going in. I mean, trust me, I've been in that situation. It's easy to not care and go play your best ball because you're free. But we learned that we learned a lot this year. And I think this team's going to grow from this because when there's higher expectations there's a new building there's a new you know all this and all that different challenges present themselves and you know everything is constantly changing every you know things are always evolving and that was probably i think the the biggest learning lesson for this team this year um but i think that was the hardest part for us was just trying to get outside of ourselves, thinking too much about outcomes and what happens if this team, you know, it was, it was kind of a culmination of that stuff.
2: He's saying it.
3: He's saying it without saying it. What he saying is the what, team what, went to bed. I don't
4: understand what he's saying. That's though.
3: what he's saying. I know what he's saying. What he's saying. He, this team went to bed. What, what does that they, mean, they,
4: we're trying to look outside ourselves? What does nah, that I mean? don't know what that you, means. When that you mean, beat he, the Texans, he, he, you had a two-game lead. What are you looking outside of started what? listening
1: to everyone saying, hey, yeah. you know, if they win this week against a lowly Bengals team, they'll be the number one seed. And you're they started in. paying attention to those press yeah. clippings again. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So he's. He has, I do They had stage fright, is I, what yeah, you're saying. I they froze mean. up. Stage uh,
1: fright. They th- yeah. th- that was their Super Bowl. Yeah.
6: So they basically. They started smelling their own fart. Yeah. He, he's right. saying Thank it without. Never want to do yeah. that. He's saying it without
2: saying it. Not that and there's anything wrong with that. But he is basically saying that once they won that Houston game. That they were ready to ride into December, and they were going to be favored. We all said this; they're going to be favored in every single game they played for the rest of the Except season, the and that included that even at that time. At the Ravens, included yeah, well, at that oh, time yeah, right. because yeah, right. this team was well, at home. Yeah. And so, anyway, well, bottom line is, I think he's basically saying, Leon, that you know you're yeah. here in the outside world. Tell you how good yeah.
3: you are. Well, here's here's one thing I didn't like with the assignment football. Assignment football it says to me that this team is just. Doing enough. I mean, because anybody can play. You can you can know your assignment, but how you execute your assignment is a different. The way you execute your assignment is a different. Is a difference between being good and great. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they just doing assignment football. That tells me. I think they saying just, they weren't. They doing weren't assignment. doing assignment
2: football. Yeah, he said the last few games. Yeah. and they finally caught up with him. Yeah. I was well, oh, you so saying that you he's, for seven was, what week. he's trying
3: to say is that guys were doing their own thing.
2: Yeah, more freelance. that's what I'm thinking.
4: Like, mean, was he saying so that that they they Took every game as, well,
5: we're
2: going to win this game. Yes. So they weren't zeroed in is what he's saying. Here's 100%. How in the world? So in any any professional, in any sport, think, yeah, this game's good. Here's where he has to be careful.
6: Yeah.
3: He has to be careful because he wasn't a starter. Right. Okay. So when you go off and you. You're talking about starters. You're talking about (laughs) starters. (laughs) In a locker room about not playing assignment football, be careful a little bit. I'm, I'm just saying that that could be. That could be perceived the wrong way. Okay, Somebody's got to pre- call him out. Okay, yeah, yeah. well, yeah. But not someone who ain't playing. So yeah, but but well,
1: Dewey does to. come in though. And man. here's the thing: Dewey so does come in Somebody
3: has to call yeah. them out, yeah, man. Yeah, but but, 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 only but if only one of us has it, been in but, an
6: NFL locker room and knows how things work. No, 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 man. no, no, no no, saying, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying
3: is that someone that's calling someone out needs to be on the field to call them
6: out.
4: I understand completely. Understand, but my whole point is. Are we just, just going to let it go? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, because uh. the coach clearly isn't going to call him out publicly. He still hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to call him yeah, out publicly. because at
2: some point, if backup calls out Starter, Starter is at least going to walk over there by himself and go, No. Does he have it? No. You, like if, if a backup calls starter, was telling me over
3: say bro, you I'd be like, what? So I so get If this a guy. backup, if I'm running off the field and a backup says, Hey, sir, you did it that, I man, shut up.
5: Like,
3: <laughs> Dewey though is I, I get so that. Dewey is
1: yes, and I agree with Leon, but he is a captain. Oh, yeah. Roll roll and shut your mouth. I
7: get all of that. Yeah. Okay, he also does. Really he really.
1: he especially. I mean, that's the reason too. Derrick Henry of all the you know opposition schematically that you're going to face, Dewey does come onto the field on defense yeah. when they have that three safety, exactly. big played. safety against great run games like the Baltimore Ravens last year and like the I Titans tease, yesterday. I tease.
3: he's got the he's got the credentials because I mean he does he's it he's in some of the packages yeah and right. he's been in the yeah. locker room well, for and long he was, enough
1: he's in the packages against the run yeah and that's why when he says guys aren't hitting their gaps properly
3: Well, what he's actually saying is if I'm a safety and I'm having to make tackles, y'all ain't doing nothing up front. That's what he's saying.
2: And I do think that once you get to a point where there's Pro Bowl voting and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. Rayshon thinking he is, Cisco thinking he is, Campbell thinking he is, you know, all that stuff. Uh, Here's – I don't even mind throwing that uh, right now because,
0: I mean, this is where we are. That just – happened brought to you by florida home ac the official air conditioning partner of the jacksonville jaguars i
2: feel like it's worth of that as leon eats two of my favorite snacks and i hope there's more of those because that i am worried about but the other that is that do we do the deweys
6: i was oh, just gonna text no. you guys that this morning uh, do we do the deweys we're gonna have to take shots at them right. i mean last year's was we took shots at some players last year but it was In general, is very optimistic, bro. This is going to be a negative Dewey. I'm down for it. Hey,
3: listen, we got to do something that the Jaguars aren't consistent. We got to be consistent.
2: Yeah, and I I I actually think I so when I was driving in this morning, I'm thinking to myself, do we do the Dewey's? That's number one. We'll give it a week or a a couple weeks. Yeah, we got to let it, you know. And then the other part of it is, do we have to open it up outside of the Jags so we can find, like in other words, all of Duval and we'll spell it D E W all of Duval. (laughs) We might have to go high school. We might have to go with our St. John's Country Day kids uh, and nominate them. I don't have
1: to St. Augustine, making it to the state championship <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah. Who's yeah, going to walk
2: trying, off? I'm trying to think. We may have to go tri level. If with, you remember the
6: Deweys. the Dewey's, though, we had plenty of negative, like yeah. funny, making fun of bad players. All right, so so we'll, we could still pull it off.
2: We'll consider it. We'll definitely consider it. We still had it.
6: some good. We had at Josh Allen, Trayvon. We could, yeah. you know, make fun of us for being so down on Trayvon. And I was. There's s- lots of opportunities. Sky high after the five game win streak going into December. That's for sure. And we have to. We have to make fun of some of our own here at ten ten. Yeah, I mean the fifteen and ones or the sixteen and one, the fifteen and, and two. 10. Like yeah. that is true. Sorry,
2: you guys are going to get it. But let's get to this one thing. Leon has Fritos and Cheetos, and I thought you were a Dorito man. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought you were a Dorito. Listen, man. Listen,
3: no snack is safe around. Here. <laughs> I love Frito, cheetos. Dorito, especially when you're depressed. I'm not I depressed. Love cheetos. I'm not, I, I didn't lose an ounce of sleep last night. <laughs>
6: Yeah, Leon has his Sunday nights back. Oh, I do. No, you more. Know, it
3: was a sad sending off, to be quite honest with you. You know, we it were really at a was. Players Grill. It really coach Campo and I, coach and, and Hacker and I, you know, we had a little sad sending off because we thought we were going to be in this thing for the stretch. You, may you know, have, I mean you know the Jaguars affected us too, bro. Yeah, we were looking you, you forward you to have, the stretch.
2: You may have slept peacefully, but one of the trio that you're talking about had a sleepless
3: Guaranteed night. He didn't sleep.
6: Oh, Hacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Well, yeah, I got
3: Coach too. Yeah. Incessantly
6: tweeting. Yeah, and he still is. Hey man, I love it. <laughs> My my magic lost too. Yeah. through it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: magic. If you would like for us to do the Dewey's, maybe you have a suggestion of some of the awards that should be yeah, handed out this that. year. Please hit us on the text line six four one ten ten. The pop off <laughs> line is also av- available too for all of those that you need to that need to air it out. There's
6: also been a couple guys um, texting in. I'm seeing another one. Uh, of guys who are at the game talking about the defense fighting on the sidelines with each other. Yeah,
1: so not the first, as I said to one of the texters, not the first I've heard about that. Mm. Um, Going to refrain from public comment until all of the you know variables are accounted for. Um, but, yes, that was something that multiple fans were witness to. People on the sideline told me about it, too. Um, mm. And so, obviously, it's a situation that we will monitor. Let's get our national championship predictions on the line. It's tonight. It's actually at 730 Eastern. They're looking out for us in the mm-hmm. Eastern time mm-hmm. zone. I don't believe it. We will verify that coming up next on XL Primetime.
0: Can I get some nasty bass? Mm. Be tonight. We might have the dumbest GM in the league. Just look at this draft class and tell me, what would you rate it? I would give it a
7: D-minus at best. Brandon Strange and Tank Bigsby in the second and third round? Ugh, I'm worried, boys.
0: Sick of all the excuses for Trevor. 0-5 in his last five starts. The main reason is he turned the ball over ten times in four games. He's just a guy. He never makes a play when they need it. Mondays on XL Primetime. Brought to you by Mokama. Check out their great craft in the tap room in Fernandina Beach.
3: You know unfortunately this song is more than appropriate for this season where we were all food and found out that Jaguars were fake.
2: Uh-oh. There it is.
3: Mm, that hurts me to say. This Moore's Day? No, this is Alex. This is Alex o, Alexander O'Neill, who was actually fired from the time by Prince. Really? Yeah, this is his he solo does record. Sound, so he sound. He's so trying to like steal North Prince's. Uh... Oh, it's that Minnesota sound? Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is his solo Minnesota record. So, it was a very. It was a hit song called "Faith." When Fate.
2: they made the movie, was this like Morris Day?
3: Huh? No. What? No. Well, he was supposed to be in the time. Oh. He asked for too much money, and Morris Day took over. And the rest is his. Because I love Morris Day. Yeah, I Morris do Day
2: was tripping. Yeah. I loved him. But, uh, yeah, fake, as uh, mm. as we found out. Uh, I Now, back in the day, you, you, you used to dress like Dick Tracy. I mean, you were sharp, you know, some of the big get-ups. Were you out on the dance floor in one of those colorful No, gangsters suits, don't dance, they booging. Suited and boogie. They just pull up their pants. Out there do yeah, the yeah, 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 do the rock away. <laughs> oh, well. That's how bad it felt, man. It felt Mm. like you were faked out. Mm. Uh, And that's basically what happened to this football team. And there's really no getting away from it. The pop-off said it all. Uh, And that one phrase may stick out to me as well. Just a guy in describing Trevor. That's what he's in danger of being labeled as. That's the direction right now that he might be headed in if he doesn't clean up the mistakes. Health was a concern, no question about it. Injuries that he played through were real. Ain't like they weren't. And it just needs to be better. Uh, And when you're leading the league from the time you entered the league in turnovers, and let's go back because we can find some boat stats that said he also turned the ball over a ton, uh, that you don't want to be known for that. Josh Mm -hmm. Allen last year, Leon, was the guy that turned it over a ton, and it ended up costing his team. He still threw two picks last night, and you thought it's going to cost his team. Mm-hmm. Yet he made enough plays to make sure that they didn't lose
3: the football. And that's, and that's the reason why people forget. I mean, because Josh Allen has probably led the NFL in the last what since he's been in the league, probably mm-hmm. leading in turnovers, interceptions. But everybody remembers him in the playoffs against KC, or everybody. So I mean, that that that's his. I don't know that, that that's his. Uh, I don't know that, that that's it. That gets brushed to the side yeah, because, again, I mean, you know, it gets brushed to the side because of the fact that every year you're year in and year out they're they're competitive in the playoffs. I mean, the reason why this is such a keynote for Trevor is because he's turned the ball over in this one particular year. I mean, he didn't lead his team to the playoffs. I, I guarantee you, if Trevor had won this game, and let's, we wouldn't even be talking about it. No, we wouldn't not even at be all. talking about not it. We wouldn't be talking about the playoffs.
2: All right, so speaking of playoffs, college football playoffs, let's end uh, your short. Time here before you have to dash, and we get the quarterback whisperer in uh, on the college football national championship, the Natty, a four, four-and-a-half point line is where it's been sitting. Uh, it's
1: up to five on my bookie.
2: Has it got to 5 mm-hmm. So that means money is on Michigan, and no one is buying the idea that Washington can keep it close. Uh I know you have picked Michigan to win this football game. Yeah. Sorry. I
3: mean, I'm, I'm going to ride with this point. I picked it at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm uh to win a national championship. So, I mean, I I just like this team. I I, I like I like their offensive line, you know. I'm a little biased cuz I, I think they got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Mm-hmm. They run the ball. They they just they pound you away. I like the fact that they just body blow you, body blow you, you know. And then their defense gets after it pretty good. I mean, but I, it's styles and fights. Watching like I th- I like I like my assessment of what Washington is going to do. They're going to spread them out. Mm-hmm. They want to absolutely spread them out. And they got a decent offensive line. You know they've given the adequate protection. They've got weapons that can score points. Now listen, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if Michigan go to toe with them as far as scoring points. We'll see.
2: Yeah, because the thing I'm looking at more than anything else, Matt, is that <clears throat> I know defense usually beats the best defense usually beats the best offense because they have more ways to neutralize it. But I do see a lot of big play making players on on the Washington side. Michigan has won its last three ball games by a touchdown. That is it. And if you take a look at it, they beat Penn State without even throwing the football in the second half. So they just ground that one out. Then a touchdown game to Ohio State, touchdown game to Alabama. So they certainly have survived the test, been in close football games, but they also haven't had to manufacture points, at least not enough of them. They beat, uh, let's see here, 31-24 at Maryland. 30-24 Thirty to twenty-four at Ohio State, and you're saying, Joe, you're an idiot. Uh, they scored in the thirties twice in those two ball games, but they just haven't had. To, if they were to go up against a team that can score, score, and score, can they match it? So here's the thing with Michigan. I, I truly believe this from the moment they walked
4: off that field in the Orange Bowl in 2021 when they got humiliated by Georgia. Mm-hmm. Their entire focus was, how do we beat Georgia? Mm-hmm. How do we beat? or whoever comes out of the SEC. Right. They figured out Ohio State, You're going back two years, right? and you're saying that's a two-year game plan. They figured it out, plan. and yeah. they realized you've got to have a defensive front. That's what the SEC is. That's how it's true. defensive lines, what the SEC revolves around. So they, they start recruiting guys like Mason Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, they start recruiting guys like Kenneth Grant. Big guys in the middle that can disrupt in the middle and get your edge, get your edges to the point where they can also start to get after the quarterback. Now they are. If you look at that team on defense, if you watch them in that Alabama game mm-hmm. uh, eight days or whatever it was, nine days ago, they are an SEC defense. Right. So that, I think, is going to be the biggest problem for Washington. Well, I think Washington can spread them out and try to get a better idea of how to block them. At the end of the day, it's still going to be one-on-one. They're still going to have to win individual battles on the middle three and on the outside, and I just don't know that they can do that consistently.
2: So we went back to last year with the – georgia tcu game and it was the most lopsided national championship game we've ever seen they destroyed them Uh, it was the final 65 to 7 something like that most points ever scored anyway they destroyed them so michigan before they got into this you know little recent stretch where they've they've basically given up 20 or more they've won by a touchdown anyway michigan had held their teams before that to fewer than 10 points eight of 14 times so they saw some bad – Who were those opponents? Exactly. They saw some bad offenses. So, I just want to know what they do against a good offense, one that yeah. is better than Alabama's, better than Penn State's, better than – is it better than Ohio State's? It's
1: the ultimate question of can you outscore teams in 2023, it's 2024.
4: The – they'll be playing the best quarterback they've played all
2: year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no right. doubt about it. And that. overall best offense.
1: Well, right. especially – again, we go back to second reference of the show, but that LSU 2019 team. The defense mm-hmm. was certainly good. But they were outscoring people. If you got into a track meet, good luck. And that's the thing. Michigan hasn't been in a track meet. And if they allow this to get to a track meet, Mm -hmm. that's where the questions will arise. Now, Washington, on the other side of things, for all of you Pac-12 apologists out there, I love the Pac-12, the Conference of Mm -hmm. Champions. Um, I will miss them. I will miss it greatly. Um, There is the argument of, has Washington seen a defense, Matt, like they will in Michigan?
4: No, the, the whole the whole thing with this game, to your point, and to really, it's it's the it's the absolute uh, uh, bottom line of this game. Three and outs are going to hurt either team, because if you get a three and out and you're Michigan and you're trailing seven nothing, and you still haven't figured out how to stop them, then mm-hmm. suddenly it's fourteen nothing, mm-hmm. and 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 now you're now you're chasing two touchdowns. Right. If you get a three and out and you're Washington and you're down seven nothing, and Michigan holds the ball for another seven minutes. And it's fourteen nothing. That'll gut you. Then you gotta get out on the field and you have to score at that point because if you don't, you're dead.
2: Yeah, it's so a good it's, point.
4: It's their three and outs are gonna be critical tonight. Whoever okay. gets them is gonna have a huge advantage. I mean, it really is a good it's way tempo. to look at it. It's tempo is what this yeah. game's gonna be about.
2: And it is a good way to look at it. Washington has won ten straight by ten or fewer points. And that does surprise me. Five straight by one possession. Yeah. If if you consider where they were and where they live, the Pac twelve, that you expect them to be able to just Throttle people with the offense that they had. They haven't been able to do that. They beat Cal fifty nine thirty two, but we are going all the way back to September, the last time that they they won by more than ten.
4: But right. but to be fair, of those five straight one possession games, three of them were against ranked
2: teams. Yeah,
4: and pretty good teams. And too. took care
2: of business as a nine point dog. Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon. pretty good
4: teams. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, compared
1: you, you, to the Indiana, Michigan, Texas,
4: pretty and good, good teams. Minnesota. And those those yeah. are like they won those games. Yes, they were one possession games, but they
2: were ranked teams and they won the game. Yeah, I want Washington, but I got a feeling that the Michigan Leon's Wolverines may end up being
1: well, I the play. Don't think anybody wants this, but uh they've already canceled tailgating at NRG Park tonight and there's a chance of a tornado prior to the 6:30 local kickoff of the hey, National are you Championship kidding? game. Yes.
2: No. So
1: uh yeah, just keep your head on a swivel if you're out there in Houston listening and also uh As far as if they will. I mean, it's an indoor stadium. So, like, the thought is if it's just rain, you're able to play.
6: What's the big deal? A tornado blows the roof off. Then you just play a normal game with no roof. We do it here every Sunday. When coming out of the south.
2: At seventy-five miles per hour. All right. Uh, listen. Hope everybody's safe down there. But yeah, we want it. We want a good ball game. All right, big source. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. I will. All right, and see how the uh, game goes tonight. The Natty. We will cover it a bunch tomorrow. Uh, we will get an idea of what those quarterbacks look like from our quarterback whisperer, Denny Thompson. He is coming up on a Mokama Beer Company
0: Monday. Now, the quarterback whisperer, Denny Thompson. Okay. Bring it in. Brought to you by Tyson Sound and Security. Register Sausage. And George Moore Chevrolet. One, two, three. Hey. Our dude in the house as we talk
2: quarterbacks. And uh, we might even have to whisper a few things when it comes to this conversation. Because it's, uh, well, uh, around here a little no bueno uh, is what we've been talking about. Uh, as your Jacksonville Jaguars have been knocked out of the postseason. Uh, last year, well, that was last year. Um, that t-shirt that said so what now what is that what it said mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's uh, that's where we are right now let's say hello to our man Denny Thompson I don't think he can fix all of that but you could fix a few things well, in a short time that from you the have fan us.
8: perspective which I am yeah. a fan um, it's just frustrating because it's like you, you can't even say they peak too soon like when they're eight and three People will go and that didn't watch the Jags will go, Well, they just peaked too soon. No, they never peaked. No. Even during that eight and three, they never peaked. And so you feel like oh, the season feels like, you know, those old Roadrunner cartoons where the guy's just <laughs> running in place <laughs> but eventually he catches traction and goes. They just ran in place the whole time. Yeah. Like it never caught traction and it's just as a fan is frustrating to watch.
2: Yeah, and I think more than anything else, Danny, is that there's a, a bit of a laundry list as far as the problems and yes, injuries are part of this. But just drill down on Trevor just for a quick second. We mentioned, and the stats don't lie, he is now leading the league since he entered the league with turnovers, and he averaged two and a half turnovers these last four games that he's played. Um, And so I would think, like, I'm not asking you to criticize or be critical of him, but what does a quarterback that has that stat next to his name need to do or want to do going into the offseason?
8: I mean, I I – I feel perfectly fine being critical because I'm mm. sure he's critical of himself in this. Is is I I think the last half of this season you saw a guy, and I I think a lot of the season you saw a guy that just wasn't comfortable with either the offense, the protection, the the weapons. There, there was something that he wasn't comfortable with, right? And it never got fixed. And I don't know who you put that on. I don't know if you put that on Trev. I don't know if you put that on the receivers or coaching. I would put it on Trev because mm-hmm. at some point you're the guy out there that has to make these plays and we right. saw it again yesterday with Christian Kirk. I don't know who's who was wrong, but one of them were mm-hmm. like you're week eighteen, man. No, not Christian yeah, Kirk. Evan, Evan Ingram. No, Evan Evan Ingram. Ingram. Yeah. yeah, we get we're week eighteen. Like I, I mean at some point you have to look at this and maybe this is a lesson in leadership, right? Maybe it's it's this is your team. Yeah. We're not talking we're not talking about Doug Peterson and Press Taylor as much today as we're talking about sixteen. Yeah. Like you are the way that this team is going to get a Super Bowl and you're also the way you're going to, have to catch all the blame for this. And so you better be the one that makes sure that all these receivers are where they're supposed to be and your protection is set the way it's supposed to be. And if you want to run quarterback sneak on fourth and inches, then, dang, that should have been called. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we need to point. all be on it's, the same page here.
1: We were breaking it down, and I know Brian Baldinger did as well on NFL Network but and on Twitter. You agree. He called the play. No one else knew. No, I
8: just read. I have no idea. Did you watch the like, – I mean, I saw Fortner. I'm going to assume that he didn't know that, that Trevor was right behind him. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to assume that. But my bigger point in all that is just if that's what you like to run there, then the coaches need to know that's what you like to run there. And in week 18, like are we – the last play of the season, we're checking to a quarterback sneak? If that's true, that's just – that's that's weird to me. Right? Third and inches, third and goal at the one, and, and that's what you run? Like Trevor, I, it, yeah, it's a bad call, but Trevor, that's on you, man. Like There should be so much confidence in what your goal line package is that that never comes out.
4: So I, I want to get into the mechanics of this thing with you because the last two just simple out throws to the numbers that mm-hmm. he made in that game were way overthrown. That, those are like simple throws he makes all the time. Those are simple throws that 98% of the quarterbacks in the NFL make all the time. He was an injured guy down the stretch. Oh, no doubt.
8: No, no doubt. You can see that last throw, the last couple of throws to the left, like he swung his chest out. If you go back and look at it, it was just like he swung his chest out just trying to find you know, power and pop that he needed. I think protecting the shoulder, protecting knees. I mean, protecting everything. I mean, that's what everybody does. He's got a does. lot going
4: on right now. He's got a knee problem. He's got a shoulder problem. That's, yeah, he's how, hurt, man. How does that impact? Like It hands? impacts
8: a lot. It impacts – there's the pain tolerance, but then there's also that you're probably navigating through something, right? You're like, you cannot throw the way you normally throw. So maybe it's one or two degrees, but it's different, right? right? And you're in a league that those one or two degrees matter. And then on top of that, I have no idea if you did or not, but if you take pain medicine, you don't know how you throw with that. You don't know what you feel. And throwing is largely a feel-based thing. It's a rhythm-based thing. And if you can't find that rhythm, it's really hard to do at that level.
1: Let's also talk, since you brought it up, about those checks at the line, the alerts, because we know, at least in the Tampa game, because it was pointed out by the coaching staff, it was conceded that receivers weren't paying attention and they didn't know where to be. I just felt like, especially as we got into this stretch run, the number of times he changed the play at the line of scrimmage. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't be allowed to do that, because that's obviously part of being a quarterback. But did it just feel like, to you, it was just incessant?
8: Yeah, I, the goal line stuff is what I was stuck on before, Mia, just because at third and goal from the one in your season on the line, everybody, including us, knows what to do. Yeah, You just run twice, period. Yeah. But to the bigger question of the checks is I, I think most people now, most offenses are built in with two or three checks on every single play. And you may call a play, but that play is either confirmed or changed at the line based on what you get you know, right, front-wise. You get this, then you get this. Yeah, so it may that, look right. like a check. Right. But it's really more of like a check with me at the line, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the way that football's gone. The only people that know when he checked to something he shouldn't have are the people in that building. Right, and I, it doesn't matter what anybody says on Twitter. It, it, it you don't know. Like it, 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 there's three people that probably know that. Then those are the three on the headphones and and Trevor. Outside of that, we we'll never know if those checks were solid or not.
2: We're talking with our man, the quarterback whisperer, Denny Thompson. You can find him, Denny underscore Thompson on X. And then, of course, six points here, training quarterbacks. Uh, and this is another one we, we, we truly don't know. But if – and Press Taylor is definitely in the line of fire when it comes to criticism. And as we mentioned, this is Doug's team. He is ultimately responsible. you got to inspire players, coach players, all that kind of stuff. But based on what we're seeing – would you simplify a playbook or would you
8: change a playbook uh, what would you do to help that area no i i don't think simplification or even change of the playbook is needed i think they largely run the exact same thing that the 28 other teams run <laughs> yeah right it's all the same it's 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 who your receivers are how they all work together Right, and then it's just that that timing and confidence of the of, of the offense, and then you got to make a decision too, because I think this came back to bite them very early on in the year. It looked like it looked obvious to me like they were throwing to run,
6: mm-hmm.
8: and that hurts you in December sometimes, mm-hmm. right? And I think we saw that mm-hmm. is you can't get that throwing going, and now you're down two scores, you can't run either. I think there's some just base level stuff they need to make decisions. And because let, let, let's be let's be honest here. You think Doug Peterson wasn't in on those two play calls yesterday? He had to have been, right? And he he made them. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we can did. talk about Press Taylor all we want, right? But the calls that we all are talking about the last couple of weeks were big calls that came through Dougie P's headset. You better believe it. And he either said yes or he directly called him, right? Like, so if you're talking about changing the play caller, you're probably talking about Doug Peterson. Yeah. On some level. I think it's warranted. I really do. Yeah. Which, by the way, I would never suggest. Doug Peterson is a top 10 NFL coach for longevity. Like, I would never suggest that. But, like, as an
2: example, last night, uh, and and it may have ended up backfiring a little bit, but Tua to Tyreek had been figured out by a few defenses because it was his look first and it was the, you know, they basically, defenses were figuring it out. Well, anyway, Mike McDaniel last night starts to do some really cool counter uh and and just basically some read and run plays where he's yeah. getting the defense going in one direction and, and a nice little toss. Those things, those wrinkle plays, it just doesn't seem like there's enough innovation right now on this particular. Yeah, the, those wrinkle play plays, plays
8: take a ton of practice. Yeah. I mean that timing takes a t- so that is and that's what I'm saying is you you got to find what you're committed to. McDaniel's committed to that stuff. They mm-hmm. do it every week and they have something off all of that action to me like they got to get that front five, oh my so, gosh because you because even yesterday did it look like he was staring things down a little bit more to y'all as well mm-hmm. trevor yeah, yeah. Uh, to me that's a protection thing it's like i need one i need this guy to be open because i'm not sure i'm going to make it to that guy right so i'm going to look and see when i can deliver this ball to
4: right him. it's not you hear people say he's not going through his progressions you you can't go through progressions when you literally have 1.8 seconds to get no, rid of the ball.
8: No, you can't. And even, even if – I love when people say, we well, had time on this play. He didn't know that before the play right. because the other 20 plays <laughs> like, he got hit as he he's was He's going based right. on what he's right. Yes, right, sports. right. There's a feel to this, and that's what I'm saying even with McDaniels and what he's done with Tua is they've mm-hmm. just got such a good feel for the timing of everything, and they all trust each other, and there's a chemistry which you know, we've talked about before is, is, is really just simply can you execute and do I trust you?
2: And I know we got to get to Natty, but will you bring up the difference in the run game up in Buffalo, the example you gave earlier? yeah. Like,
1: if you look at the Bills prior to firing Ken Dorsey and Joe Brady taking over, and the fact that for the first time in the McDermott era, Brady has said, you know what, we're going to be a run-first offense, and how that has kind of opened up a lot for Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. You drafted Travis Etienne in the first round. You drafted Tank Bigsby in the third. At what point do you say, you know what, it's great that we have a quote-unquote generational quarterback. The Bills do too. And guess what? They became a run-first offense, and they have run the table in the rest of the regular season since they're by.
8: Well, here's the good thing. Just like the Bills, I think the Jags can make that decision, and they're not going to – whether they make that decision or whether they decide they want to throw 50 times, the solution is actually the same. you got to figure out the interior of that offensive line. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, you can do either of those. I don't think any of us are saying there's not enough firepower – at running back, at quarterback, at tight end, or a receiver. I don't think any of us are. We're no. just saying get on the same page. Get on the same, same page and let's be able to get a flow to this offense. And I think the solution for run or pass is you just got to shore up that middle.
2: Yeah, and honestly, five out of the last six games, they were whipped yes.
8: physically yes. by the other team. and, and that's- Trevor wasn't good. Right. Wasn't good. No. But I, he's not the problem. He is a problem, but he's not the problem. All right. Uh, Mia, you're heading down to the locker room.
1: Yes, Doug Peterson, three PM. So after our show gets off the air, updates to come on, of course, the 1010XL social channels.
2: Yep. That will not be part of Black Monday, but we'll at least get some, some uh We're calling detail. it
1: well no, because we don't want to link Mokama to it. Yeah, exactly. The Misery Monday. The Triple M. We're calling tonight today the Triple M.
2: Yeah. All right. So Mio head down there. You can keep an eye on the social channels, Ten Ten XL. We got the quarterback whisperer for another seg. You can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosure, six four one ten ten.
0: Mondays on XL Prime Time, brought to you by Mocama. Check out their great craft in the tap room in Fernandina Beach. They're cranking the craft, coffee every single day up at Mokama,
2: and beer Tuesday through Sunday, that great craft. And we're talking, well, I love the IPAs, but you've got lagers, stouts, fruited, sours, pilsners. whatever you want, you can check it out, Mokama Beer Company. And log on Mocama.com. And you can definitely see their cool story. They've opened up not only their big tap room on South 8th up in Fernandina, but also the new Wild location. So make sure you check them out. Joe C, Maddie Hayes, Mia heading down the locker room. We'll have plenty coming out on social with Dougie's presser. Uh, but let's uh, wrap up our time with Denny Thompson, our quarterback whisperer. And I've been going with this uh, flimsy theory, Denny, and I say flimsy is that I like to see offense, and I hope offense prevails over defense. Michigan's got one of the best Ds in college football. We know that. Washington has one of the better offenses in college football. Four-point line. So how does, say, uh, uh, K- Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix attack that Jimmy Harbaugh Michigan D?
8: I think in games like this, it's all about if you can keep your pace. Mm-hmm. right? If, if you can get out and get going – The problem seems to be in these games, we've seen this a million times, I think, with like Oregon and Mm -hmm. and Auburn or something like that. The problem seems to be first down. Mm -hmm. The problem seems to be you can't ever get going, so you can't dictate the pace, and so the defensive teams, when it happens that way, just kind of smother you. I think Penix is a little different, though, man. I I think that guy is so headstrong and just he doesn't get down on bad plays. He's mechanically pretty sound. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to believe that as a left hander, but now I do believe that he is that. I think he's got sharp. a really good arm. Um, I think he processes really well. So I, you know, I think that Washington's a little different than that. They can be a little more patient, but if they can get out and get moving quick, mm-hmm. I don't. I, mean, I think Michigan's going to have to score. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I think they've got enough to where this won't be one of those seventeen fourteen games.
4: No, I I agree, and not only that. I mean, it's not like Washington's just great defense.
8: No, that's another thing. That that's people, why they want to tempo this. Yeah,
4: yeah, they 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 want it to, but Michigan wants to tempo it as well. They want to get it to their crawl ball, you know, twenty four to six game, which is I let's put it this way. You know what it's like I watching? I could see this thing easily be twenty four to six, and I could also see it being thirty eight thirty five.
8: It's like watching those old NCAA tournament games where it was like Arkansas with Nolan Richardson versus, versus Princeton. Princeton, same thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and it's yeah. like who can dictate that early, mm-hmm. right? It's the exact same thing, and I. I I haven't watched enough of either one of these teams to have a feel for tonight, but I got enough of a feel of of Penix to know that I think he's the far superior quarterback here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and if you let him get going, he can get going here.
4: So uh, so let's let's go to JJ McCarthy because I've talked to scouts about him who said he's he hasn't been able to kind of show what he can do yeah. in, the, in that offense that he's he's better than what you see. I had one scout tell me that he thought he was he was a lot like CJ Stroud. Not there yet, but Whoa. that type of player. Yeah, that type of player. Um, what do you, what do you, when you watch him, what do you see?
8: Yeah, and I guess when I say far superior, I'm taking the offense into account. Yeah. They, they just don't, they don't do anything. He looks like he's responsible, right? He's got that game manager, right. Because that's what they've put him into, right? They beat Penn State without a second half pass. <laughs> I watched that old game and it was wild. And you, if you're watching that game, you can't help but go, wait, do they not trust this guy? Right? Because they're running the ball on third and six.
4: But then you watch them against Alabama. They formation the hell out of Alabama. Yeah, and yeah. he made some great plays in that game.
8: And there's something too when you formation that much and motion that much. And there's something too as a quarterback being able to understand what you're trying to do with that. I yeah. think a lot of guys just kind of go through the motions right. and they don't really understand. Oh, they move this way, so that means this is where I'm going to go with the ball. And he he looks like a really smart football guy. Mm-hmm. Which is but he part also of the looks like somebody thing, absolutely. Right? But he looks. I, I feel bad to call him a game manager because I haven't watched enough of him. But that's what they make him do in that offense. I guess the thing I'm stuck on is that they were stuck
2: in a game halfway into it where they had sacked Jalen Milroe five times, had held Alabama to less than 100 yards, and they were only leading by three points. So I'm thinking to myself, I don't know. I don't think they can do that to Washington, and can they play – in that setting track meet. Yeah, I don't Pacific. I think these
8: are two very different offenses. I I I think Washington has a much better timing component in the past game than yeah. what Alabama ended
6: with. Yeah, much yeah. better. Yeah, Jalen
8: Milroe. I mean, they figured out what Milroe could do and to be fair, like that's what he did, but it wasn't timing. Right, but they I harassed think, the hell out of him. But but on this,
4: one and a half receivers, whereas Washington has right, five. Right, I,
8: I think Penix is going to be able to go up there and go, okay, I see what you're trying to take away, and we have an answer for that. There and you we, go. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I, I I think it's a much different style of offense.
2: All right, so as we wrap it up with our quarterback whisperer, uh, Maddie mentioned C.J. Stroud, and they're gushing over a Man. couple throws that he made the other day, dude off platform and I'm just barely listening and picking up quarterback terms. You can explain what off-platform means, but this dude was throwing it 30 the, yards the, down the The field. one like that he
8: made there. late in the game where he just threw to the green spot of the field, and yeah. the, the guy made an amazing play coming back to Yeah, it. Nico Collins is sharp. That's all I need to see. Yeah. Like, if, if you are in that much trouble and you just go, if I can just get the ball there, I trust my guy to get there, mm-hmm. man, that is special, special. He wasn't throwing that ball away. No, he was throwing that ball to a spot where to only his green. guy could could it's make a chance, nuts. and crazy. a critical part of the game. Yes, ninety percent of the quarterbacks just throw that ball out of bounds. Right. And
2: I think we discounted C.J. Stroud honestly coming out no of doubt. Ohio State. So I did. How do you? How do? You, because they've got who is it? Our guy Slovak that? uh um, Slovak.
4: Yeah, yeah, Slovak. Yeah. That's
2: like he's 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 kind of a leech guy. That's the
4: classic yeah. leech line. Throw it to yep. the green. Mm-hmm. That's throw right. Throw it to the green.
8: Yep. Yeah. But but it's easy to say when you're in rhythm. But right. I mean he's you know, eight steps away from escaping, Gibby and tackled. Right. And his receiver's not even looking. Yeah. yeah. And he threw it there. That, well, that's that's kind of what I was saying with Trevor, too. There's just that comfort with the receivers of, I know where they're going to be. And we just really never saw that, not to bring it back to that. But well, that's I, I was do referring think it to earlier.
2: It does need to come back to that because I text Flint Saturday night saying good luck with G and this and that uh, because who would have thought that would it would come down to the final week where this team – Needed to beat the rival, yep. and that team needed to beat the rival to you know for playoff chances to take place.
8: Well, I mean, I don't think I think if you're a Jags fan right now, what you probably need to do is just settle into what's going to be an entertaining five, six, eight, ten years in the South because mm-hmm. there's not going to be a whole lot. They drafted really well, and there's not going to be a whole lot that you can do to slow down that passing attack in Houston for the next few years. You better be able to score with them. Yeah, that's where this division is going right now, and and Indy's good defensively. Um, but now they're going to have a decent draft pick with a with a phenom rookie quarterback. Like it, you're going to have to score points in the AFC South in the future. Yeah,
2: it's something else, bro. All right, uh, Danny, thanks as always. We appreciate uh
8: The quarterback whisperer at six points. You can definitely
2: check out. Six points if, you, if you've got one of the young lads that you're trying to bring up through the ranks. And then, of course, uh, get ready for uh, either high school, college, or pro, whatever it might be in that at Denny underscore Thompson on X. Uh, staying on the Jags, but also staying on that national championship game. Coming up.
0: This is XL Primetime. Brought to you by Florida Home AC. Now that's cool on 1010XL.
2: I love Gio. Dr. George Barry's he's breaking it down like Baldinger at the line of scrimmage. First so and goal. He's all over it right now. Huh. Doing the analysis, the X's and O's, the surgical uh, interpretation of what happened. And that's uh, that's really all of Duval right now. Uh, Gio Hart and like many of the other uh, Duval nooners out there trying to figure it out. Uh, oh, what could have been. Uh, that's really what. We've been dealing with on a disastrous Monday, losing five of the last six. Uh, This funeral will continue into the next show, I'm guessing. Uh, And uh, just looking at all the things that either can be fixed, need to be fixed, or won't be (laughs) fixed. Uh, There's many of those discussions that will be had today, tomorrow, and the days to come. That's for sure. Because this football team, you look around, and of the first, uh, let's see here. I think the first five selections in the draft – you ready for this? First five selections in the draft.
4: The Bears have two of the first five, don't they?
2: Hmm? Where are
4: the Bears? No, have two, they, 20, they 20, finish. Two the first
6: Yeah. They're or, not in the top five. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, 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 no. You, uh, I, I'm finishing here. The first five selections in the draft right. for this football team. Oh, for this team. Okay. Yeah. First five selections in the draft for this football team, one did squat the other ones did not do squat okay that's it first five selections okay
4: cuz you're going remember when remember when they they couldn't find anybody to trade to trade with no one wanted to trade with them yeah 13
2: times which, no one which wanted is, to trade which is
4: an ab- i there's no I, that's impossible okay 13 impossible.
2: times no one wanted to trade with them at least that's how the story goes you have that many picks you could bundle a crap ton of them. And by the way, I, I keep mentioning it and I will keep mentioning it, uh, guys that were around, uh hanging around, including um i I might be drawn uh I might be a little off on the name, but Zero on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, the Louisville Rush In. Uh Diabe, Diabo. Uh that dude was around whenever they were looking in the Yasir Abdullah neighborhood. Uh Diabe. Yeah, yeah Diabe. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were saying, yeah, yeah. It's also development, too. Tamp- like, talent. it's, I mean, it's also development. You got to remember yes. that. Okay. But, but also, if you're talking about a rookie, how much development happens versus how much talent it's happens. That's true. And so, ya yeah, yeah, was ya yeah, ya yeah down there. And then, meanwhile, uh, around the same time Parker Washington was being drafted, you You had the Pukunukuas of the world being drafted. I mean, just on and on and on. The A chains being drafted uh, around the same time. And so, uh, it's endless. Okay, the list is long, and 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 we will keep pouring. Over. Okay, so then
4: with that being said, since you brought that up, mm-hmm. and you you were the guy who brought up the draft yeah. picks, the natural segue then becomes, what's your first pick in April?
2: What is it? Is it offensive line or is it defensive line? I I feel like right now, and we'll obviously be looking at the draft order more now. Uh, I still believe the offensive line is as important as anything. It's got to be O-line. And big men that are outstanding. Can move not, people. Yeah, not just big, just big men that are outstanding and that have some toughness to them. They need to start drafting nasty. Instead of character, you mean? That's uh, a novel thought. Uh, it's a novel <laughs> thought. But I don't mind character, but make sure he's a nasty character. And and bring them in, and so those types of guys need to be on this football team because when it's all said and done, this team kind of got beaten up down the stretch. They were out physicald, out hustled, out played. Uh, what
4: pick will they have? Eighteen? Is that right, JJ? What's their pick? Is it eighteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, and so Do you take a guard at seventeen.
6: Nah, I
2: I think you can find a lot of guys that you need. Uh, maybe a little further in the draft interiorly, but I still would put a premium on that line. I would. I take a go if he was if he was a who bad mofo. Oh, okay, guard, yeah.
4: I would take him at seventeen. Yeah, I, I I would consider that. Sure, they need something on that offensive line. Because, some kind of some kind of mean nasty guy on that. line.
2: Because a lot line. of guys got to Trevor through the interior part of that yes. line, and so it wasn't just rush ends that were getting there. They were coming from everywhere. True, but the other thing is is that. When you're talking about the interior part of the line, it's both. It helps the run game and it helps keeping those guys from crashing the boards inside, collapsing that pocket, and robbing Trevor of all that confidence. And uh, they need to learn how to run the football. Phil Rauscher, I'm thinking he might need a little criticism in all this. Phil Rauscher was the talk of the town last year. (laughs) Okay. More than than
4: criticism, bro.
2: Yeah. Well, bye-bye. It, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm doing that. He
4: somebody's got to answer for what happened. Okay. Okay. There's no doubt about that. Okay. But look at what Rousher... That unit was terrible all year. Look
2: at what did. They weren't did. that good the year before either. It was good last year. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's the question: Do you fire a guy or do you move guys out of starters' roles? Because is it is it Phil Rousher's fault that Luke Fortner is look, not as strong as he needs to be, it's or not? Or a it's not. Liability? But at some
4: point, you've got to. A, reach them. B, find a way to put put the, all of them, whoever you're putting out there, right. in
2: best position yeah. to have success.
4: And I just don't think that's what they did.
2: Right. And, and, and you, you know, I think we're both right in the simple sense that did he coach them well enough to be able to knock someone off the ball on a third and one? Did he coach them well enough to knock people off the ball? At, I don't disagree with that. At, at goal goal to go with the one? Those are the things that, like, we're talking one-yard gains – This team, are you ready for this? This team in the second half, or actually, go back to the first half, picks on consecutive possessions. Then they turn the ball over on downs three times in the second half, Okay, including that fourth and goal from the one. All right, so I don't know whether Phil Rauscher can scheme it up better or more often to where this team can get a one-yard gain on any play anywhere on the field. Think of how many one-yard plays they needed, and did not get.
4: You're not going status quo. No, no, you're not going to stand there today at what no. two in four minutes at two forty-five and say what we've done is we're good. No, we no, just no. Tweaking few but, things and we're good. But if
2: I'm looking at people that are culpable, I'm looking at Peterson and the fire that needs to be in the belly of the player. That's the head coach's responsibility and the players. I'm looking at the play calling and you know denny described it you know as, as well as anybody just as far as you know the the rhythm what you needed to see and you really didn't see that and then the the quarterback who dealt with a number of injuries has to be better he needs to be healthier and that line will help that he has to be better and then you think of all the other things that you didn't get uh, a collective group that stayed healthy at the wide receiver position that made place for you and then the defensive part in all of this
4: but, but I They still became believe- poor tacklers. Yes. They were good
2: tacklers there leaving that Houston game.
4: The, nothing has changed as far as as far as structurally what you need to do to be a championship team. You've got to put pieces around the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That includes the offensive line. Oh, yeah. As much as anything right now. Yeah. Um, to me, if I'm looking at that draft, I'm thinking, I'm going O-line. I I'll mean, just unless unless they hit O-line hard in free agency, which
2: I think is... A, as much or more of a
4: crapshoot than it is in the draft, you you've got to get guys.
5: Okay, I'll
2: just and give it develop to Develop them from the draft. Tell me the next guy after I name Anton Harrison that did something for you over the long haul this season. Anton Harrison, Brenton Strange, Tank Bigsby, Ventrell Miller, Tyler Lacey, Yasir Abdullah, oh Parker. Wa- I honestly name the good. guy. I mean, there are guys that you you can
4: see that could help down the road, Antonio Johnson, Tank maybe. Yeah,
2: definitely. I totally would agree with Antonio Johnson. Um,
4: tank maybe too, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I I wouldn't give he up on Brent be... Strange yet either. I know he had more holds than, than catches. I wouldn't give up on him yet either. Yeah.
2: But uh, all I know is that those other guys that were drafted, you did not get a whole hell of a lot out of them. And there are guys deep on other people's draft boards that did. For their football team. All right. Let's say hello to the Francis Show coming up next on a Mokama Beer Company Monday. Now,
0: the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers, equal opportunity
2: employer. Well, I love referring to my man, Hayes Carline, as the embedded and shredded. I may just have to go with shredded, okay? Because the season was shredded. Hey, Scarlett.
9: There's no longer a bed to be embedded in. <laughs> uh the beds are burning. Oh my god. Sask Midnight Oil.
2: Yeah. It oh. ain't uh it's it's it, it ain't like we had it in mind, you know? It was uh it was a nightmare.
9: I mean, it was a living nightmare and uh you know I I feel so bad for the Jaguar fans that that spent their money to go and have a great time in Nashville and you know in 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 other destinations as well uh, where the team didn't get it done but particularly uh particularly yesterday because it was you know a, a ton of of fans that that traveled to the game and they had their fun on Broadway though they did but you're expecting a a coronation of a second straight divisional title and uh to to lose in such meek fashion to a team that it basically was already making their reservations for their off season uh, it's 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 yeah, I mean, it's, it's, kind it's of the worst loss in regular season
5: history. We're for not the, looking
9: at status quo here, are we? Well, I think the owner will. Uh, I mean, that'd be my guess. I mean, I look, Shad Khan has been the owner for 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. This is the third best season he's had. Yeah, yeah. So, in has been I, a minute. I, I, I but the head
4: coach, is the head coach looking at status that's quo? That's
9: where it's going to be. That's. I think that's where it's going to come down to. There, there absolutely should be changes. I mean, you can't have Press Taylor calling plays next year. They regressed in in every category. I'll go through it on the Frangie show um, but this isn't me just saying this because well we're all upset because they're not going right. to host a playoff game this weekend mm-hmm. and we're not going to have that opportunity to cover it's it just, and yeah. and perhaps a you know a, a deep run into the tournament. This is just look at the data right I mean your eye test was already telling you that they'd regressed yeah. but when you see the data, it's striking because yeah. they were worse this year offensively across the board. Yeah, in basically every every significant category, uh, and this was a this was an operation that believed they were going to gain a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Remember, exactly. it was like that's we want to jump six points. Right. You
2: went backwards by two. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought. You, you scored less and gave up more. And yeah. and honestly, there's no excuse. And here's the other part, Hayes, is that whenever you say, "Okay, if I'm Doug Peterson, I'm trying to give Press an opportunity," well, you're giving him an opportunity. You may not get more opportunities if you if you give the power to somebody else that controls your absolutely. Future. And
9: Doug knows that firsthand. That's why his tenure with the Eagles went south because of his allegiance to Press Taylor. So yeah, lots to get to. Obviously, tons of Jaguars come up on the Frangie Show. I did have a chance to interview. Uh, Devin Lloyd and Tank Bigsby uh, in the locker room. Today is uh, locker room cleaned out, so you'll hear those interviews as well.
2: All right, buddy. Sounds good. Thank that you. will be coming up on the Francis Show. Hayes, Frank, Lauren, and RJ, they will have it all.